was wrong is too left figure. You came in here trying to defend Unk. So we and and how did I try to defend him? Right. Like, so what? Go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead so you can nah. embarrass yourself. How did I try to defend him? Nah. No, because because what you were saying was like, oh, it, it's a choice, and then it, it's a choice, but in, in different capacities. But then you ended up saying, in order to go to other different countries, you're forced. Actually, to take that's the not what I said. Hold on, hold so on sister. you are strong, man. Hey, hey, ho, ho, ho! I'm letting you know y'all live. Hey, chef, oh, I that's fine. Joe, welcome to Monday Night Madness. Go ahead, chef, start it off, man. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Monday Night Madness, we back in effect. It's a carryover show. We uh, had a couple topics um, that got a little bit, bit heated, but we didn't want to run those topics over uh, the current topic uh, because we, we was dealing with a specific issue. So, you know what I mean? We got a couple topics um, that we're going to deal with, and it's going to be straight fire Monday Night Madness. Uh, we got my man God Killer West in the building. We got I'm Sosa. We got in the cube. We got my girl CK the poet. And now he see he's quiet, but he's on everything. Trust me. But we back, y'all. What's popping? Man, I'm about to let 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 Cube and CK great beat Cube up because he don't know who he messing with right now. Yeah, she don't, the one thing she don't do is give me a damn pass. That's for sure. I ain't never said, I'd be like begging for a pass from CK. So I guess no passes around here. I said what I said. We talked about the choice thing. Uh, I think I think Chef understood what I was saying, but he felt like we should use different words. Whatever. Okay, so whatever. And whatever you're going to do, Cube. How you doing, Cube? What's good with you, Cube? Monday Night Madness. Oh, yeah, man. I'm in there like swimwear, and uh, I'm just trying to you know, uh, sometimes I get a little bit rowdy, but it's it's not due to the people I'm facing. It's due to the poor information and the lack of love. <laughs> so we deal with that accordingly. And uh, yeah, man, I rock with all of y'all. And remember, man, we're on the same team. Don't ever forget that. Yeah, fact, fact. So I just like, I like, I like the way you mix it up, yo. It's all good, yo. Yeah. Go ahead, though, chef. What you need? Cause you know I'm out. Oh no, we good, we good, we good. Um, yeah, so we were talking about um Cube had brought up um choice, and a couple of people on the panel agreed that uh the slavery um that African Americans went through in the uh, Western Hemisphere was a choice. Now, my contention is no way should we ever call slavery a choice right um because if it was a choice then it wouldn't have been guns they did they wouldn't have, have to had to use chains and then the legal aspect of it it was legal meaning you under the law right you were assigned to the status of slavery so I just mentioned three different ways where it wasn't a choice for the African to be a slave. So to actually keep calling it choice by some type of a uh, uh, mental construct saying, well, it was ones that fought. Yes, definitely. There was always people that fought no matter what. So, but that doesn't mean that slavery wasn't forced upon the people, but 
we can get into it a little bit deeper, but uh, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah I, ain't, I ain't never not thought it wasn't forced. I didn't mean it by that. Yeah, not at all. I didn't say that. No, of course it was forced on you, right? So things are forced on you, but then after something's forced on you, you that there's some decisions that need to be made. Like me and, me and Sosa watched this daggone documentary on the Japanese. And so when they were surrounded, what did they do, um, uh, Sosa? What was their choice they made? It was a cultural choice they made, right? Oh, uh, Siku. Yeah. The ritual suicide. Yeah, they went in. I mean, I wouldn't have made that choice. I just fucking just captured me. <laughs> but I guess they was figuring I might have, at that point, I don't know. I guess they was going to kill him anyway. I don't know. But yeah, they, they did that. Remember, they, they, they made those, the Japanese made those planes that the wheels couldn't open up. So when you jumped in that motherfucker, you, that, that, that was what it was. Yeah, you you ain't landing back on this aircraft carrier, right? You gonna hit that? You gonna run into that daggone aircraft carrier of the United States once you leave? Uh, and so you know the slavery it was forced upon us. I'm not, I'm not saying it wasn't, but it was some tribes that fought to the death in Africa. Yeah, they had to drag them off. You, you got Nzinga. She refused to succumb to slavery. She just she fought. She both she fought against the Belgium and the French. She fought against Two warring factions. I think it was the Germans and the yeah, she's fought against all of them. She that nation didn't. Some nations, you know, were a little more less warrior. They didn't have a fighting thing, so they they chose to manipulate their way. Right? So it was it's always just like in jail. So y'all actually think you got a choice. I'm saying even in prison, I'm I'm, I'm gonna hit you with this. Even in prison, you got a choice whether you want to stand or not. There's plenty of people that escape from prison, bro. There you go. I don't want to be that person because I don't want to do the extra time. But you got people. When the police pull you over, you got a choice to break out. You know what I'm saying? Like we, but see, we already made the circles I traveled in. We had already made our choice that we wasn't running. We're gonna handle in court. But I know other dudes were like, "Yo, hey, yo, if I get caught, I'm a three-time loser. I'm banging it out." So I already know when I'm with this individual that he gonna bang it out. That's the choice he's making. So I'm saying slavery is no other different than the person coming with handcuffs to lock you. It's the same type of feeling, bro. When somebody coming for you, so you can. I, I chose to live and play another day. Some people chose to handle right there and there. I don't know, man. I just don't like to take away our choices. I think that you know, African people have always had choices. How about Martin Luther King and them? How about leading up to Martin Luther King and them? They were choosing not to use the law like that, right? All of a sudden, a grand idea came. Martin Luther King, I'm going to use this idea that Gandhi did, the nonviolent approach. We're going to stand there and make a choice not to get hit in the head with a bottle. We're not going to fight back. That was a choice. So hold on. Some people refuse. Some people use the white bathroom. We sit there. We watched uh, Hidden Colors, Hidden Figures, right? She was like, man, I got to use the bathroom, man. So Look, man. But go ahead, Sosa. I'm let you finish. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, but there's there's levels though. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, I'm about to eat. I can eat with a fork. Or I can eat with a spoon. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Now that's a choice. But 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 as you go up the levels, I think like I think the point the chef was making is like, yo, that's just probably not a good term to use. Why you know not? Based, based on based on a based on a level. You know what I'm saying? When like if. If I put a gun to your head and say, look, you could jump off the Empire State Building, I'm going to blow your brains out. And you choose to jump off the Empire State Building. I mean, yeah, you made a choice not to get your brains blown out, but I mean, what, what what options, what other options I give you? 
know what I'm saying? It, it's death or death. You know what I'm saying? Like that, it's it's a little different. And even the people that fought against slavery, they themselves, you know, got enslaved. You know what I'm saying? Even right. the people that resisted with all their might, they were taken as prisoners and, I, and I, enslaved. I agree. So their yeah. choice was taken away, huh? And even that? Queen, and even Queen and Zinga, they the so same people trying to escape. Yeah, yeah but their choice was taken away. They were slaves. Even Queen and Zinga, even Queen and slaves, bro. Queen of Zinga sold slaves too. Right, their status was still slave. <laughs> whether you fought, whether you fought, whether you resisted, whether you ran away, your status was still a slave. You, you get that, there's no choice in that. That's who you are in this society. You were a slave. There was no choice in that. How, how do you keep saying that? <laughs> yeah, like, even the people, even the people. Hold on, uh, some people didn't accept that mentality as being a slave. Whether you accept it or not, that's what you you don't have a that's the point. You don't have a choice. Not the truth. You have a choice whether to to be when people get locked up. Listen, bro, when people get locked up, you have a choice whether you want to be institutionalized, brother, mentally. No, no, that's it's a mental choice. What? Mental choice. Whether you're That's mental. Not... Listen, people <laughs> don't let him do that. Don't do yeah, that. He's missing don't, it on purpose. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you that you at no point, first of all, we wasn't slaves. We was kidnapped victims. First of all. So we don't have to keep acting like we was something we was that. No. It's all right here. Your choices take place. No, they don't have nothing to do you know? with your mental. Yes, it Are does. you crazy? It has all to do with your mental, bro. No, so so look, a gun, a gun, chains, right? And yeah. a legal apparatus that's bonding. So they bonded you physically, right? Compelled you with uh weapons, right? Yeah. And they had the legal apparatus. They yeah. gave you a status. What was the choice? What I, I, I'm, I'm what what? Listen, if this document right of the land says that you and your kind are slaves, that is your status. These people, they are free. So could the free people? Was they making a choice to be free or slaves? No, that was just their fucking status in the society. They were free men. White people were free. You get that? It wasn't a choice. It was something bequeathed unto them by the the the, the goddamn the the laws of the society. Slavery was something bequeathed on you by the the the, the laws of the society. You had no choice. In that, okay. So maybe use a better word, Joe. Maybe we saying you're smart to enough for that. Maybe, maybe we, maybe we saying two different things. But, but, but I can recall uh, the abolitionist movement fighting against slavery. The abolitionists were who? Black people and white people. No, the abolit. Be, be real. Be I'm real. Real. What are you talking? No, about? no. The abolition. Well, let me bring Rob on here. Listen. No, okay. Fine. But even 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 the 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 oh, black yeah. people that were so called free, right? They didn't even have uh, they didn't have the same legal status as the white person. You are completely <laughs> correct. Yeah. No, because you, you it's the it's the whole legality that's involved in it. I know, but the, and and then and then we got to the point where we changed the legality of it. Who you know who changed people? it? 
Black people fought to get those laws changed. It's called the abolitional movement, bro. The abolitional movement, it was black people dedicated to stopping slavery. Y'all tripping right now. But next, yeah. next up, um, next. You're, Go ahead, you're, Adrian. You're correct. Ahead, Adrian. You're correct. Um, okay, we got to know a little bit about the abolitionist movement a bit. The black abolitionists, they were the ones to really, how should I say, um, really forced the issue of ending slavery. You had black people like Henry Highland Garnett. How could they do it? Wally, they was enslaved. Poor Africans. Poor Africans. Africans who who escaped usually. Those are our finest abolitionists. Oh, they escaped, huh? Now, go ahead, Adrian, make your point, Adrian. I didn't know they escaped from what, Adrian? Escaped from bondage, same as Frederick Douglass, same as Frederick Douglass, same as Henry Highland Garnett, same as David Wait a minute, was they enslaved, though? Yes. Was they parents enslaved? Yes. They decided to do what? They decided to escape and write substantial literature that is still being read today. All right, I'm done. done. Go ahead, you keep keep telling me. Adrian, you're on a slave plantation, right? You're a father. Here we go. Right? You're a father. I think everybody had the opportunity to do what those individuals were able to accomplish. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, before y'all just jump and start going sideways. Hold on, Adrian, your father on a plantation, right? You have a wife, you have two kids, okay? During the, the course of your day, you end up in an area where you can flee. Now, you have a, now, do you think, so So would you consider it a choice? You have the option to run away, knowing that the masters were gonna do harm to your wife and kids, or, or stay? Well, you this that a choice. Thing, well, this is the thing that I usually say when it comes to stuff like this. I don't know what my ancestors would have done because no, I said that, you. That's a whole no, 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 different. No, no, no. no, no. I, I as I'm saying you. again, as I'm saying again, I don't know because I was never put in a situation no, like no. that. Put yourself in it hypothetically. I'm saying you are that slave. You don't got to go back in the. We don't got to read a history book. You're in that situation <laughs> right now. What would you consider that a choice if that was you hypothetically? Well. If I also look at the area and the majority of the people that were on the plantation outnumbered the slave master, then probably I would escape. I mean, Harriet Tubman escaped multiple times and left her husband. Harriet Tubman left multiple times and left her husband. So, I mean, it really... So you would leave leave your wife and your kids? Harriet Tubman did the same thing, so yeah. Asking you. Harriet (laughs) Tubman did the same. Harriet Tubman did the same thing. Basically, the answer to your question, Sosa, is no. Because he keeps referring to what other people did, not yeah, necessarily. I said yes. Also, you would leave your children. Yes. Wow. Okay. Right. I mean, everybody's not that strong. You know, some people they just don't know what would happen to them. You know, while they're gone. If you call so that just... strong, if you call that strong, but some people may disagree with that statement. But go ahead. I ain't disagreeing with none of that. If you're strong or weak, I'm not. I'm not judging whether the choices were strong or weak. I'm saying everybody make a choice for their family. I, I mean, and do, me, we look up the word choice. Like whatever word we're gonna fucking use here. 
Y'all keep making it seem like it's a negative thing to say we had choices. Y'all make it seem like, how is that negative, yo? Because it's not a choice. It is. If if, if the law, if the law, listen. We changed the law, yo. Who you keep saying we changed the law? We did, yo. We fought to change the law. At no point did African people succumb to the slave trade. I'm tired of hearing that. We that's a that's a myth. Time, yo. Mm. What's a myth, bro? In the Caribbean islands, it was the same thing. Yeah, man, I hate that. I hate that narrative. Don't teach my kids, yo. Slavery wasn't profitable no more. It ended. As long as it was profitable, it was going to keep going on. As long as the 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 profit outweigh. Listen, you said Queen and Slavery is still going on today. So for some people, it's still profitable. It's still profitable, so it still goes on. You mentioned the threat was probably more than they were willing to handle. Like when you got slaves in the Caribbean, you know killing all all white people <laughs> to take over a whole country that mm, may yeah. play a role some years later in whether you want to continue holding slaves with the potential for something like that to happen again but in the united states where you are outnumbered by your slaves so, so you might not start thinking truth. twice so so um keeps mentioning uh africans who fought against europeans right time yo no, and you know, you mentioned Africans who, on the continent that fought against Europeans. Yeah, it never got Huh? It never got like the Masi. No, no, see, you you mixing that up. That don't even, listen. when Masi sold slaves too. Masi sold slaves too. Yeah, these people were, they, they, these people were trade partners with Europeans, right? And when they fought, sometimes their families was taken into slavery. We have cases of that, meaning even though you fought, right? Once you lost, you were put into slavery, meaning <laughs> you don't have a choice. Where's the choice you, you in that? Run, nigga. You can always run, my nigga. What do you mean? You, you, hey, you, you hey, keep saying hey, like an individual on, choosing you... to run is That's not the choice. choice of being a slave. Man, <laughs> you got, you got the apparatus. Your, 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 your legal term is a slave. What, what that mean, you don't have a choice in that. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. Hey, Sean. What's up, Sean? Chef, what, what up? What's everybody? Also, don't forget. Like, don't forget you man. Like hey, hey, Sean, appreciate that work you're doing, man. Make sure y'all right now, man, y'all subscribe to the song, with, to, to the, mm, the signs from Sean. Sean. We already on it. Yeah, everybody get on that, man. Stop playing, man. Everybody get on that shit, Sean. I just appreciate that work you're doing, man. I can't wait till that book come out on coronavirus. What's the title of the new book, brother? What SARS-CoV-2 taught me. Yep, got you. And we and we also got boy Kai yelling the damn building, man. Man, he got, channel, he got a new channel too. What's the new channel, bro? You talking about sports and stuff? What you got? Oh yeah, this is Kyle. This is Kyle. Just a little sports channel, something you know. It's gonna be really sports and cars for the most part. So trying to build it up right now. We're going to build it up. Need that diversity, yo. So go ahead, Sean. Speak on the subject, yo. Go ahead. Remember this Monday Night Madness. <laughs> go ahead, Sean. So let me just say this. Slavery was not a choice. Uh, slavery was forced. 
Um, you, you, your body became bondage. No matter if, even if you ran, you still could be captured and re-enslaved. That was just. And I'm status. speaking specifically in America. Right. Stick to Darwinism on on this topic. His Monday Night Man is is absolutely correct. So I can say stick to Darwinism <laughs> because slave because you arguing like Kanye West, you're gonna end up like Kanye West, dropping out of college and, and leaving a black woman for a white girl. It's gonna be you. Dang, I'm gonna start that. I'm throwing the flag, flag, yellow flag, and Monday Night Madness. <laughs> Damn, I'm a married white woman. You're calling a people's status in a society a choice. Like that, it, he's negating the whole legality around what slavery, you yeah, know what I mean, entails. Chef, I like the way you switched it up. I like the way I like the way you switched it up. It, it, it became a choice. It, it became a choice. Okay, it became a choice when people began to flee, because you had people that set up institutions like un the, the underground railroad and things of that nature to get away. But prior to that, but prior to that, um, it was not a choice. You know what I'm saying? It took a whole lot to even get to the point of an underground. Even though you had people fighting and revolting and things of that nature, they weren't trying to succumb to those circumstances, but they yielded to them at some point because it was it was physically and mentally brutal on, on um, our ancestors who had to endure that, whether it be in South America to the Caribbeans and then from the Caribbeans to, the, uh, and to North America. They had to endure that, but by the time they come in, you have to think about it. The, the boatload of, the, uh, of, the, uh, of our ancestors that didn't come directly from West Africa. They came from they came from South America and the Caribbeans. So they were already indoctrinated and, and and taught how to do certain things. So when they did come to North America, they were less likely to flee. It was the people that they were bringing direct, directly from West Africa that was more of a problem for them because they came directly from West Africa without any of that going through that system of, of uh, slavery that, that would uproot and lead to those runaways and all of these. All these things you got to remember, they were so specific in knowing where to go to get certain people from that they knew that certain uh, uh, certain people in Senegal, certain people in, in Igbo land, certain people in, in, in Benin, certain people in other parts of Ni Nigeria, all, all along that so coastline. Is or is it just me? It's you. Yeah, just they you. they you. all knew, they all knew what type of people that they were trying to enslave or capture and who was less like, I mean, who was more likely to commit suicide on the voyage over here or to revolt in the voyage over here. That's why they broke people up. It's so many intricate pieces that go into it to just simply dumb it all down to just a choice because there's a time period where you have the, you know, um, that slavery was just prominent um, bringing people over across the Atlantic, and then you had an illegal slave trade. So you got to look at both periods. You got to look at all the periods, the points, and the people, and deal with it. But nah, I ain't gonna say it was. It became a choice when we began to institutionalize running away and creating a pathway with leadership and things like that, and continue and continuous revolts. 
But nah, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna sit here and just put it down to a choice though. That's can, gonna kill it. No, you you jumping. Hold on, one quick. So all I'm saying is, Sean, you did an excellent job of proving my point. Appreciate you, sir. But go ahead, go ahead, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, I like the way you did that though. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He avoided all that, right? Go ahead, Kyle. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, hey, thank you. Um, and on this one, I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna have to go with Sean, man. I, I, I agree that um, I think that we're conflating two separate ideas, two separate paradigms, um, which is cause and effect. Um, okay. The cause was the enslavement of the black people, and the effect was we had to make a choice about how we wanted to take the next steps. Do we want to live? Do we want to die? Do we want to run? Do we want to stay? Those are the effects of something that we didn't have a decision to make. We didn't, we didn't, because we were overpowered, you know what I'm saying? We kind of dug on this yesterday on um, on Fabio's channel, but there, there was no, no one said, hey, let me go get enslaved. They got enslaved. They were prisoners of the war. They was captured. And so after that point where you're captured, you got to make a decision. Are you going to make it through this? Because everybody say in, in war, your job is to survive the encounter. And so that's what these people was doing. They were surviving. And so at that point, they had to make a choice. Do I want to survive? Do I want to live with my family? Those are the only choices when you get enslaved. The enslavement in itself removed the choices from these individuals. And I think that we're, well, I think you are, are conflating all of this into one big decision. And the decision was never the people that was being enslaved, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I like I like the way you said that. You said they 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 minimized our choices. Then <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say it was a they, they yeah. And that's the but see that's the that's the horrible part when you put humans in that situation. And so yeah, what, I hear you watching. Hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick, real quick. I I see you watching. So yes, brother Ung is choosing to live in a racist society. I can move to Africa, <laughs> some goddamn way, anywhere I want to go. I choose to live where my ancestors fought and died. They fought in World War One, World War Two. They fought in the goddamn bear pigs. They fought in the damn Civil War. They fought in the wars when they was dragged over here. They fought. All the damn time. So yeah, I'm yep, I'm right here in America and I'm an African American. So what watcher? How come okay. you're on YouTube and here then? Okay, let me let me let me let me say something to show you, Uncle, why you're not making a choice to do that. And the reason why you're not making a choice to do that, peace to everybody on the panel, I'll fill out for a second. But the reason why you're not making a choice to do that is because if the United States government uh put out some kind of mandate to the uh United States Marines, Army. Air Force, so forth and so on, to round up Negroes and kill them, you'll be trying to get the, the hell out of here on the first thing smoking. So you, you're you not making a choice to be here. You're here due to your familiar your familiarity of it. That's why you're here. Like it's like like I said in, in a previous show, when the doctor hits, hits your knee and your knee moves, it's involuntary. You're not making a choice to be here. This is something that you do, like, like breathing. It's something that's involuntary. You're not here because you're making the choice. Because if you notice, a lot of racist white people don't say, well, we'll go back to Africa and all of this other kind of crazy stuff. Well, no, we're not going back to Africa due to our familiarity we're here. And like you just said, our ancestors who died for this place. Uh, I ain't going to respond to that, yo. All right, yo, we all trapped in America. You're right. 
Yeah, one. Y'all have hold to. On, but, but hold on, but if we're trapped, if we're trapped, yeah, then how would you make a choice to be here? You're right. You're right. You're right. We don't but have. If no we're trapped, how are you making a choice to be here? I'm saying you're right, bro. We 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 stuck here because we have no choice but to be here. You're right. Give you one. You're right. So hold on. You can you can engage with everybody else, but when I make a point, you don't want to engage in my points. Because it's ridiculous, yo. Nobody, no, no one's believing you. No one's thinking that we can't leave and get a passport and go to any. We can, we can move to Belgium some damn way if we want to. It's different conditions in Belgium. If you can afford it. Okay. Hey, man, I, never, hey, but I, I never said that. I set up a scenario specific so they were rounding up black people. That's that's what I did. Now you make a whole you, crazy round up black people with guns. How do you think that's going to work out? That was what I was saying, hey, man. Rest in peace to uh, Omar from Hawaii, man. Yeah, yeah. Right. he did that brother. What happened yeah. to him? He, he died in the Brooklyn apartment. Just found a body, found him dead. He died where? They he found him dead brother. in a Brooklyn apartment in Brooklyn. Fin- they say your D. Fin- yeah, they say your D. They say your D. Michael K. Williams. Oh man. As powerful as powerful they found his home. God damn. Yeah, they say your D, man. Damn. Yeah, no he ain't had no choice. He took too many of those vaccines, and he didn't have a, he didn't have a choice. <laughs> when you're on drugs, you know I have a choice not to get high, so we just get high. Man, get out of there, hey, hold on. Hey, hey, that's another thing, too. I'm glad you mentioned that, because let, let's bring that up. Let, let's talk about people who have uh, mental conditions. Changing the t- subject. <laughs> Brother, that's not changing it. Chef. Okay, Chef. All right, go that's- ahead. Change the subject. Go ahead, Kyle. Ky- 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 yeah. I was in the middle of saying something. That's not changing the subject. Because if you're talking about people who have a choice and people who don't, there's people who have uh, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, uh, shopping abuse, things of that nature. These people do not have a choice. Man. Now, there's... Uh, can I say something right quick? I, I think that, and this is what I was saying to you in the chat, um, Q, and you know, I respect you as a brother, man, but I think that you, you, you do a a magnificent job of continually moving the goalposts in a conversation, bro. It's like, like for me, when I when, I, when when I'm talking about something, I talk about like exactly what the subject is, and I don't use the word if because if adds in variables that are not necessarily real, and you you continuously add if these if variables, and you take the conversation so far from what people are already talking about that we never can get any type of understanding on the actual subject matter. And I think that's, I mean, I don't know if you do it on purpose or what, but it does seem like you're trying to make this fairy tale argument so you can always be right, though, fam. Well, hold on. Let me respond to that. And I, and I appreciate your concern. But see, if I were to say, oh, there's this red dragon that lives in my basement, that'd be something fairy tale. But when I'm saying if a person has an alcohol problem, if a person has a drug abuse problem, that's not something that we can't fathom, understand, and even see people within our own family that have these things. So by saying I'm moving the goalposts, I'm not moving the goalposts. What I'm doing is I'm showing you that, yes, people have problems that they cannot, that they cannot choose to not do these things. So I'm not moving the goalposts, my brother, but go ahead if you have anything else to say. AQ, AQ, yes, sir. He was doing a great job. He was doing a great job till you moved over to the drugs. All right, (laughs) doing a good job and all that shit. Let me let me tell y'all something, man. Let me 
let me tell you what it is. I specialize in getting fucking high. Let's get all that straight, get out the way. That's why when they try to throw all that shit at me, it don't mean nothing to me. 30 years ago, yo, substance abuse was the business in the order of the day for me. All above, the whole nine yards. And I'm saying it wasn't a moment that I was on drugs that I didn't have a fucking choice. I made the choice every day to wake the hell up and pick the shit up and put it in me, yo. I made that choice. Simple as that. Whether it was a weak-ass choice or not, I made that choice. So all that, you're, you've always got a goddamn choice. This is where I'm at with it. So drug addicts, you have a choice. Alcoholics, you have a choice. But there's consequences for your choice when you're getting high. That might mean you just can't get high. That means you might suffer from sickness. Yeah, I know what it's like to suffer from sickness off of heroin. Couple days, down and out, super flu. Coronavirus before the goddamn coronavirus. That's what it feel like for a person that's strung out on heroin in Baltimore, Maryland. All right, so all that, don't got a choice, yo, you do. Every day I chose to get high. And when I got tired and I made choices not to get high. So I'm gonna speak for myself, right? I always had a choice whether I won't get high or not. When I got high, I chose to do it. When I say I'm done with it, every day I wake up right now, I choose for my family, for my kids, not to be high, to be sober. I make a concerted effort to stay sober. Every single day, I make that effort. I make a damn choice. Simple as that. So the war is yeah. party for the thousands of drug addicts don't ever get off of drugs. Dude, I'm letting y'all know right now, y'all have a choice. If you don't pick it up, it won't get in you. Simple as that. So you can go and now I'm done. Now you can go ahead and I want to know how many substances you've been struck out on to even remember no other person have a choice or not. Cube. Yeah, 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 I I have to respond to this. It won't take long, I promise. And I'm not trying to be uh, defamatory or or say anything about you because, you know, that's a success story to me. If once upon a time you suffered from an addiction, but we have to be honest. And addiction is just that. And that's why I mentioned the shopaholic. I mean, I mentioned the alcoholic. And I, and I mentioned a person that abuses uh, various different types of drugs. These people are addicted to these things. So to say that you have a choice in waking up to not drink alcohol, you have a choice in waking up to, to not shoot heroin, to not smoke crack, to not sniff coke. To me, brother, that's BS to and the reason how we know this emphatically that SBS is because of the millions of people that struggle with this every day. There's millions of people that struggle with this every day. Do some people kick these habits? Yes, they do. Now, let me give you something else. Hoarders. Everybody's seen these hoarding shows. These people do this involuntarily. They cannot control it. There is no drug that they can take. There is no medicine that they can take. These people do these things. Well, let me say there's no drug to my knowledge that they can take. But these people do these things. And for you to lack the empathy, being a person that was once in that situation, for you to lack the empathy to say like, oh, I I just chose. No, you didn't choose it, brother. You had a particular set of situation. Excuse me. You you had a particular set of, of circumstances that allowed you to escape it. And you understand, brother, 
that the, the moment that you pick up whatever drug of your choice, you're going you're gonna get right back into it and gonna and you're gonna be doing it every day because you you never recover from doing these things. What you do is you you fight off these Chef, you need some sound effects. You need a sound effects board. You you hold on, hold on, let me finish. You fight off these impulses because if a person is an alcoholic, <laughs> that person is an alcoholic from the time. That they, until they die, they fight off of these. They, they fight off of these impulses. If a person is, is a serial killer, these these people are fighting <laughs> off these impulses, bro. So to for you to lack the empathy and say, oh, oh I chose this, I chose. Bro, let me finish, bro. Yeah, but you're going too long for my company. Yeah, man, you've been going on for like ten for minutes. All our comprehension. <laughs> How long you gotta keep saying this shit? First of all. First of all, bro, I done been in fucking rehabs, and the first thing niggas do in rehabs is everybody be trying to figure out the way to get high. I niggas make choices to do that shit. For me, that was a safe space to me, where I could clean myself up, get my shit together. When I was locked up, nigga, I ain't get high, because I felt like I wanted to be in my whole faculties. Because you were forced, and you couldn't get high, that's why. Nigga, nigga. Can I ask you a question? Let me finish, though, brother. Bro, you can get high in jail. There's plenty of drugs in jail. I can tell you've never been locked up. Plenty of oh high. All right, plenty of highs in jail. You tripping. All right, plenty of highs in rehabs. You tripping. All right, I'm just simply saying, right? And I'm not saying, watch this. I'm not saying everybody can get off of drugs. See, that's what the chat room, the peanut gallery got it wrong. I'm not saying because I did it, how come everybody else can't do it? See, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that at all. Not even a little bit. I'm simply saying that I always had a choice. That everybody has a choice. Niggas got a choice to make fucking payments for their children child support. You have a fucking choice. So ain't no excuses in the game of getting high. There is no excuses. You you mess up, you be for the first time. Right in your life, if you ever get struggling on drugs, you will have to be brutally honest with yourself. You get no cut cards. See, that's what see that's what addiction really is about. Let me tell you what addiction is really about. It's about coming to grips with who you fucking really are. See, because you can lie to everybody else, but you can't lie to your motherfucking self. You you can play this little game. I'm this. I'm that. I'm that. But when it comes to addiction, that's the only time in your little life that you're gonna have to be honest. There is no lying in addiction. You can't lie a little bit, not a crack. You is brutally honest. And guess what? You're the only one that know it. You can't lie to yourself in addiction. You know what I'm saying? Bad enough, you can't lie to yourself anyway, but you ain't got to tell nobody about it. But addiction going to tell you when you lying. It's going to happen, bro. All that, you craving shit. Niggas don't be craving like that. But every now and then, the thought you run across my mind. And guess what I do? I pull out my honesty tape. I say, damn, nigga, can you, you want to do that? Is it, nah, that shit ain't worth doing that. No, I ain't doing that because I understand the consequences of my actions. I have matured. I understand there's some things that I just don't want to do. There's some things I just shouldn't do. But these are the choices we should have made before we started that shit. This is what I want to try to do. This is what I do. I try to talk to the kids. Bro, that's why all that smoking weed shit, all that shit led to crazy shit in my community. Yeah, it's legal now. Yeah, this shit sound good, but I'm letting y'all niggas know. That's for that, that gateway, that door open with that weed shit. 
So y'all can all act like anyway. By the way, nigga, I done seen plenty of niggas addicted to motherfucking marijuana. Don't play with me. Them same niggas I left on the corner, these niggas was smoking weed. I used to look at them and say, guess what, y'all? Y'all niggas smoke, right? I said, y'all laughing because I'm getting high. But y'all smoke. I said, y'all getting high too. Oh, man, go ahead, B-Show. That's what call me. Go ahead, B-Show. I'm telling you, yo. I say, watch this, yo. I say, when I get sober, I'm going to show you how smoking weed is a drug and you're addicted. What you talking about? I say, watch. These niggas get high. They walk and go by weed from Ricetown Road to Belvedere. They missing sales the whole time, and they come back. When it's time to buy some weed, they walk and get some more weed on Belvedere, and they come back. Getting high the whole motherfucking time. I say, yo, that's getting high. Well, if I walk to Belvedere and get a bag of dope or whatever, nigga, we still walk to get high. They couldn't understand it. I sobered up on them niggas. <laughs> them niggas was still walking to get a bag of weed, and I passed all them niggas. I said, I tried to tell y'all. Damn, you was right. I know I was right. So high is fucking high, whether it's alcohol, which is legal. Niggas get fucked up off of that. It's it's it's, 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 it's the stigma they place on. It's the it's the the stigma they place on her on the cocaine. More niggas die from alcohol than anything. So we can all play this shit. A drug is a fucking drug at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, we all have a choice whether we want to get drunk and drive and kill a motherfucker or not. We all got choices. So I'm not trying to hear that shit. Now, whether you have the ability to, to, to deal with your choices and not based off of mental con conditions, all that, that's a different story. But if you don't get right, motherfucking mind, you strong, oh, yo, man, you can get clean today, man. I seen it. I ain't trying to hear that shit. You saying, Q, that shit yeah, on. You got Tuesday on there, yo. You got to put Monday on there, yo. Uh, you got to put Monday speak. on there. He just came in. He had his hand up. I don't know if he done dipped out. Chef, put Monday on there, yo. Uh, you got Tuesday night raw. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm they on here. Would you change it? Go ahead. Go ahead, P. I, I, I think what we got going on is a, it's a game of semantics. I mean, basically, people are trying to conflate different ideas based off of wording. But the bottom line is this. When the choice is made for you, it's not a choice, okay? If I come up and rob you at gunpoint and you either got to give up what I asked for or die, that's not really a choice. It's not a choice. I'm making the choice for you. So that's not a choice. So that's what you got to, you know, you got to stop this about it's a choice to do this. Look, when, you're, when your decision is either death or life, that's not a choice. It's not. Now, if you want to get down to a, a bare bones definition of it, you can do that. But the reality is this. It's still not a real choice because you don't have freedom to choose one thing or the other, and you can walk away and it's all good. That's not the situation. All righty, we got you. It's almost a choice, huh? Hey, 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 let me ask this question. Every single day is a crackhead. Are you making the choice hey, hold or on. is it? Yeah, hold on, kid. We don't jump back in. Go, yo. Kyle, what's next? Yeah, yeah. God, this ain't the Cube show. Yeah, this ain't the Cube show. This is Monday Night Madness, yo. Now, see, now y'all put the pressure on me to say something profound. I ain't got anything to say, so y'all can skip me. <laughs> <laughs> man, you crack under pressure, man. <laughs> Anybody speak up? Mr. P, where you at? He just spoke. Yeah, it was Peter said that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I said, I, 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 agree with, I agree with Mr. With, with Fam said, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like yeah, I hear you, Mr. P. I don't agree with you, though, because you like it's a kind of a <laughs> You know, it's levels to it, man. Like, 
I agree, though. Now, see that I can agree. Right, right, yes. right. Technically, if you want to play by the exact definition, then, then yeah. That's all I was playing by your northern definition. Now we can get to the nuances on what Mr. P said. That's my man from DC right there. Appreciate you calling in, bro. Yeah, here's the But I don't have but when you start comparing that to yeah, that's different. You know, a person deciding not to go to school. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, yeah, that's not, you know what I'm saying? Like that's when that's when it gets that's when it gets different. Disrespectful. To yeah, me. you went at Cube. You went there, Cube. You started. You know what what like, yeah, that was horrible. Like I never was saying that. Like it's nuances to it. Like it's that. Like like it has to be explained out. I'm not just diving to say the choice. I'm not just saying like, come on, y'all. Y'all y'all know damn well what I mean. So what? But what are you saying though? <laughs> I I just said it. I think P said. I think social said. I missed it. I was on the phone. Yeah. See, I ain't going through that again. <laughs> <laughs> So, so when I was explaining it, why yeah. was you disagreeing with me, though? I was disagreeing with you because you took a hard stance. But when the reality is... It is a hard stance. <laughs> it's not a hard stance. I, I'll never back away from it. Enslaving people by force is not a choice. Man. I ain't got to play around with that. I don't have to do mental is. gymnastics. Technically, it is. They said, I, I, listen, technically, it is. The emancipation... Proclamation. Oh, man. What was that? I don't know, my nigga. What oh, was that? I have no idea. The mass that document you had to sign, right? That who had to sign? The Malcolm, they signed the document. Who America. signed it? No, who signed that? You didn't. The president of the United States did it. No, who signed the Emancipation Proclamation? Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, be clear. Who was that? Who was Abraham Lincoln at the time? He was the president of the of the of the, of the so-called United States. The so-called. Keep slaves. Didn't he say he would keep slaves if he did if he if he could keep the union together and keep slaves? Didn't he say he would also do that? Y'all yeah, niggas is crazy, bro. <laughs> he was crazy. I no, but, but but following that that line of questioning, uh -huh. then how was that? a choice by the individuals that, you know, that document, it, it released people that it, obviously it wasn't their choice. They fought a war over it, yo. You're proving my point even more <laughs> that it's not a choice. They fought a war over it, though, chef. Who fought a war over it? Black the slaves. <laughs> no, no, see. Tell me the white people were slaves. Y'all trying to convince me the slaves didn't fight in the Civil War now? No, yo? we're not trying, but you you jumbling it all up I'm together. I'm not jumbling together, yo. To them make it... had to fight. They had to pick up gun the first, yo. Yo, fuck it. You, Thank you. You, you want to be there. I, it's not that. I'm saying that I understand what you're saying. I'm not I'm not overriding what none of y'all are saying. Like, let's be clear here, as Jabari say. And like you say, like Jabari say, let's be clear. So I understand it's a, it's a crazy-ass situation to be in. It's clear. It's not. It's not. It's not even it is. confusing, yo. I done seen a stick up man come, yo, and some niggas run, yo. Stick up man. Listen, man, you missing? Listen. No, he said they got a gun to your head, yo. And 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 P said, yo, you don't got a choice when the stick up man got you right there with the gun in your head. You gonna get that shit up? But he said, but you do kind of got a choice, and so we all gotta admit that. Listen, it's a hard That's choice. That's the wrong. 
word. word, word I'm just, word I, 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 I hate to have to keep use? saying that. What word you want to use? I, I, I don't know, but you need to figure out I don't need a to figure better out. word because if a slave, listen, a if your legal definition in a society is slave, okay, what they got to do choice? Yo they, yo, they did what they did. Yo, they got up, right? They, 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 they escaped. Right, they formed an abolitionary movement against slavery. Oh, they did it. They did it. They could have just stayed there, yo. You, you, you're not making but no still, sense. So, but, but See, still, in that society, in that society, what is your status still? I know, but listen, Chef. No, what is your status still? It doesn't remove it's a society you. that calling you a slave. Exactly. But you don't have no choice in that. But it's obvious people didn't accept that status. And they escaped and they joined the abolitionary movement. They like it or respect it or not, nigga, that's who the fuck you were resided to. You were right. forced into that. It didn't matter if you respected it or not. That's who the fuck you were. Hey, hey, Cube, I don't even know what you're talking about. You were the one of them niggas that stayed on the plantation. I can see that right now. Yeah, like you, you didn't have the option to be a free black man. They had to make you a free it's, black. Right. They had to jump bro. through. Oh, sound crazy, yo. You trying to say that niggas didn't join the abolitionary movement and escape? Yeah, but they, bro, but they say the only free because those people hold on, made hold on, them. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Bro, hold on. He's I'm not cherry picking anything, yo. But what about before the abolitionist movement? What the fuck was there for black people before the abolitionist movement? There wasn't nothing. So why are you cherry picking trying to talk about a specific time? Why are you cutting? Why are you cussing like I'm? Why are you cussing like I'm gonna punch you in your mouth or something? Cube, you tripping? Yo, we ain't doing that. We just have. No, but, 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 but I'm cutting you off because it's pseudo when it's faking and faulty. Because you're trying to make it seem like oh, I could have just joined the abolitionist movement when there was there wasn't there was Even those people. I'm meeting you out, my nigga. Yo, she's doing too much. Hold on for a minute. It ain't that serious. It's a comma. It's Monday Night Madness. Yeah, he going, he going, he went mad. He went, you went, he went mad. mad. Yeah, you went mad. You went mad. You lost, you. So, so, but hold on, though. But hold on, though. But, 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 but hold on. But he's, he's acting like. First one to go mad. But, bro, like, yeah, I, I understand you're going to laugh, but, like, why are you trying to throw out these things? Like, I'm saying it's a choice. And what I hear everybody else saying is a choice. Y'all just trying to word it. Yeah. I wonder the real. Oh, but I'm refuting it, though. Go ahead, go ahead. Listen, listen to my refutation. Listen to my refutation. My refutation. Cube, explain it. Explain what it was them niggas did when they left the plantation, yo. Okay, I'm listen, listening right now, Cube. Uh, go ahead, Cube. Tell me what they were doing when they left the plantation. Okay. Underground okay, no, 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 no. Railroad. Let, let me refute. What was they doing? Because their life was on the line, bro. Okay, their family life okay. was on the line, bro. Understood. Explain to me what they were doing. That was a blind. Okay, they, just, they just walked out like robots. They fighting slavery. So, so let, let me refute. So, so you don't make a choice to fight. You yeah, just you make a choice to fight slavery. You make a choice to Why are you using that word? Why are you using that word? No, you make, word. you make a choice Use a better word, though, Chef. No, but yeah. you're already Chef, you're making my point, Chef. No, I'm not, because you're missing it. You're missing it. I am not missing it. You're already a slave. It wasn't your choice. I am not missing it. You can resist it. You can resist it, right? You, But you're already a slave. What part don't you get it? What's that got to do with the choice whether you're a slave or not? 
And you decided not to be a slave. No, but you're still. Your resistance was temporal. It was your no, resistance no. was temporal. So even if you resisted from this wait, wait, time, wait, wait. What, 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 temporal. What do you mean? Explain that to us. Temporal. 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 It, it was temporary. So, so, so even if you take all of the people that held all of these uh, uh, revolts, all of these these people either actually died, you and they, they died doing it. But it never really changed nothing in the grand scheme. You know what actually what it actually took? It took for paperwork. It took for white people to say, hey, you know what? Eh, maybe we should stop doing this. All of this stuff was temporal. It's, not what not one, not one of these slaves. Really? Really? It took people, it wasn't just white people. Y'all got me fucked up right now. You're not even understanding. You're not even understanding. You're just throwing out random stuff. You're not even understanding. You're throwing out random stuff. You don't want to And that's the reason why. I didn't bring the drug game in the cube and all that. Tell me, I'm jumping. I'm staying right there, cube. You the one put the get out. Go ahead, Kaya. Give me like 30 seconds, though. Like, what I'm saying is, I think y'all are missing the when the choice happened because of the argument that y'all having. The choice happened when the Europeans said, Hey, we're gonna go to Africa and do some deals and get these niggas to bring them to, to America and settle. That was the choice. Anything after that happened is a response or a resistance, like Chef was saying. Like, just if, if someone else makes a decision and you respond to it, you're not making a choice, you are making a response to a choice. Mm. And I don't know why y'all can't get that. It seems very simple, you know what I'm saying? I feel like y'all are y'all want y'all want to make it a choice to fit y'all argument, but the choice was made in the 1465. Well, to put the first year of slavery happened. That was the choice. Everything else is a response to said choice. You know what I'm saying? And like, I ain't got nothing else to say about that. Like, be like the dumb diverses. What was the dumb diverses, um? That that was the choice. You, you, you and Doctor Mayot kept talking about that the yeah, dummy the verses, the dumb diverses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the papal bull, the dumb diversity. This is when the Europeans made the choice to go and empower people. I mean, go go take over people with their power because they were technologically advanced. They were more advanced than us, and so we were subjected to their choice. choice. And then right. anything that we did was a response to their choice. And so what we did in our response, we had to make a decision, which is our response to their choice. So we had to choose life or death. That's not a choice. That is a response. And I don't know why y'all keep believing that. Like a choice means that these niggas say that, hey, you know what? We don't really slay that. That's a good that's point. That's a good happened. point, Kayo. All right, you got me, Kayo. I'm gonna change my I'm gonna change my word. I'm gonna use the word decision. <laughs> Yeah, because even because you when you bring up people that resisted, so some changed my word. We made I guess listen, but even when you bring up the word resist, right? Those what? people that resisted, ultimately a lot of them became slaves. You know what I'm saying? Like they got hit across the head, they got chains put on them, and they got walked from the interior to the ports. You see man, what I'm saying? All right, all right, I got you. Big Mac, where you at, man? I know you're going to talk that shit, Big Mac. Who that? Who that, Big Mac? Mac, you know. Here we go, boy. I I basically agree with Kyle, and I agree with, like, it's it's a lot of semantics, actually. I mean, because you you always have, you always have a choice. Hold on quick, Mac. Hey, Mac, after you speak, then P, you got it next. All right, go ahead, Mac. 
I mean, so like, like I said, I basically agree with Kyle, and I think that when we do have the discussion about this, there's always some emotion involved with as far as context. So, you know, like Kyle said, if somebody choose to take an action against you that um, limits your course of action, then they making they're making a decision, and at that. At any moment in life, yeah, you can make a decision or a choice, but when you make statements like people chose to be slaves, that can't that can't be accurate if they was taken into slavery. And then the choice after that is you even if you want to use the word like, oh, they chose to remain slaves, then I could even agree with that, but I think it's just about context because you know that's a that would be the reasonable decision for the most part, because usually the choices were either be a slave or die. So at that point, it's, it's hard to call it a choice because if your choices do this or die, then, you know, the most, usually the most reasonable choice is not to die. So, you know what I mean? I just think it's a lot of- I said Mac. I never said that the conversation that was about that we chose to be slaves. I simply said, it was times that we 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 chose to stay with our families or, or, or we chose to raise our kids. That's all I said. I never said that we chose to be slaves. I didn't say that. Now we, we should say that. You yes, did you say did. that. Uh, that's uh, exactly, that's exactly what you, you can you back know, off of it. Exactly you can never back said off of it. We made the choice to be slaves. I, what I said was, I said we chose not to leave the plantation because maybe our grandma. Be arguing this hard if you didn't say that. No, I never. Yeah, because y'all wouldn't be arguing this hard. You said I'm tripping down on it. No, you you getting confused with Kanye West said. I never said we. No, you said I'm tripping down on it. Yeah, just Slavery was a choice. Now we had a choice. I didn't say we chose to be slaves. Yeah, we you said it to the jump off the ship. Man, I you never said, said that. You Man, said, you said, said you now you're using your new whoppy and shit. I know I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said, yo, Man, you said I we could have left the plantation listen, at any point. That you said it could have jumped off the ship. Man, yo, listen, I'm going to triple down on it. At any time your black ass wanted to dive off that ship, you could have drove off that mark. Anytime you want to try to take this ship, you could have took that ship. It was plenty of tribes that took ships. Y'all bugging right now. Yeah, yeah, you can Google it down. Ships. I'm, nigga, that don't mean that you just, yo, just because you didn't try to escape don't mean you was choosing to be a slave, though. That means you was choosing to be with your damn and, and No, what was they called, though, Unc? This is where I'm going to catch you at, so you <laughs> can see my point. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And when you look up those things, what are they called? Is, is, is a term that they use. When they resisted and they took over ships or they burnt down plantations, what was they called? What was that resistance called? I don't know. What was it called? Uh, slave revolt. Slave revolt, bro. Slave revolt. <laughs> they were <laughs> slaves. That was their <laughs> status. It's but no choice. In but how's you switching that together? No, what? You don't see that? That you don't see that? <laughs> that's wait, a wait, wait, just because a person call you a nigga don't mean you're a nigga, my nigga. Oh, oh my God! But they got you now you equating words that other people place on you. No, no, no that's your status. And so I'm saying, under no circumstance. Now check this out, bro. 
Now I'm gonna tell you what I teach my motherfucking kids. I don't yo, know what you think slavery is, is, yo. Nigga, I know what it is. <laughs> Right? Well, maybe, maybe we need to de define what slavery is <laughs> yeah, and how, a, how that's a class in a society. Nah, I, I, I think you, you're missing that I, point. I, 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 you're right, right. I'm not, no, I'm, I wasn't raised that way. So y'all right. were raised. You, you, so it don't matter how you was raised. We're talking, hold on. We're talking about, we're talking about a history of a people so we're it's not about how you were raised. We're looking at it. it. We were we were we were prisoners of war from the African side. You would have thought a person came in and attacked you. So look at let's look at it from the African side of it, bro. They was like, man, these niggas came in and fucking. Some, some of them were they some slaves were prisoners of war. Stole our people, dog. And then some, they said you were slaves. You were enslaved. But you no, never know. A, a lot of them were slaves in Africa. What is you talking yeah. about? Oh man, yeah, here we go on that one. Now we on that. Y'all want to talk about that since Monday no, night? They, the the Africans sold their slaves to Europeans. Are you trying right, to justify that. genocide by saying that? That Africans okay, sold their slaves? Jump, you're not jumping. Nah, we're not strong, man. Go ahead, Pete. That nigga's wrong, bro. Come on, man. None of y'all jumping in. None of y'all jumping in. Go ahead, Pete. You got it. So I, I think I might have a, a happy medium for you. Huh? Why don't you just call it an involuntary decision? How about that? No, I'm calling it a decision for now. Y'all said don't use it. It's a decision we made. AOP, haven't I been saying involuntary since last show? And I say this is something that was involuntary. I didn't say that. No, no different. I said I'm going to decisions now. So we made decisions. That's what I'm I saying. Came in on the yeah, back. But you're wrong, brother. You're we wrong. We got a definition on. Hold on. We got a definition on the screen. Is y'all looking at it? It was kidnapped victims, my nigga. Oh, hold on, no, no. Slaves, my nigga. Now, I'm gonna say that now. The Merriam-Webster definition. I don't believe him. We was kidnapped victims. You tripping? Kidnapped. So when you were sold, when you were sold in a slave market, whatever. Yeah, that's how they break you mentally. That's how they break you. That's how they break your mental fortitude. You a slave? No, nigga, we was kidnapped victims. A lot that of them were they weren't enslaved. They were enslaved. enslaved. Now, a lot of them were slaves, slaves in Africa. Does it matter? A lot of people yeah. were slaves. Oh. Why can't you, you just say we kidnapped slaves? Why can't you, you use those two slaves. terms and put them together? No, you said they no, but they were slaves. But they, you were put into slavery. Yo, you got to get kidnapped first, yo. That's the that's the legality. So let's talk legality. Let, let me hit y'all. Nah, but some of you know, them were already. Nah, let me say this. What I'm trying to tell you is, if you really want to get your money. Don't fight over the slave shit because it was a legal institution. But the truth was, kidnapping has always been illegal. It's illegal in the Quran. It's illegal in the Bible. It's illegal in Rome and Greece. It's illegal in European societies, period. But slavery was a legal enterprise. So really, we should be suing for the fact that we were kidnapped fucking victims. It's the wording to get y'all niggas fucked up right now. Nah, because you, you can't say no. Listen, no, bro. Listen, you got to preparation first. Yo, they kidnapped us, bro. Man, it's based Man, they on the no, stance based on the fact that after, after slavery ended, we wasn't allowed a chance to make ourselves whole 
due to redlining and Jim Crow, such and such and such. So it doesn't, he didn't, he don't even got to go back to where we were slaves or not. It's about, it's about once slavery ended, we were not allowed the opportunity to make ourselves whole. I don't believe y'all. I don't believe y'all. Go ahead, Savio. Savio. Yo, give me a minute. He getting this shit together. Oh, hey, hey, hey. got a whole presentation. <laughs> he about to bring that fire on your ass. <laughs> I ain't got no damn help. Yo, CBO was, was the biggest pseudo, man. CBO was pseudo as hell. Nah, I'm sorry. Is it possible I could cut in? Can, can, can I mention can something about? My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> we got Y'all just wilding out. <laughs> no, I was trying to look. I was trying to look for something to um share, but I think I keep. I was trying to remember when I was in college. I took a philosophy class, and it was this one um philosopher who I keep thinking that it was John Mill, but that's probably why I can't find it because it's not him. That was talking about um free will and coercion, and how you know free will can be interrupted. Once you know coercion kind of comes in the mix, X. but uh, another philosopher too around that time that kind of talked about it too, which I forgot. I don't know, uh, Thomas Hobbes, yeah, back in like the 1500s. Of course, he's white folks. Yeah, Hume did too. Hold on, please, yo, please let her build on this. Please let her build on this. Yeah, we're just saying the name, but, um, just telling the name. That's all, bro. Yeah, it was Hume. It was Hume. My fa that's my favorite philosopher is David Hume, but I don't know why I couldn't find this. But um damn, I don't lost my point. I don't lost my burn on free will. I'm shaking. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna pause. The sister's talking about the sister's talking about determinism. Let me help her out. Sister, what you're talking about is determinism. That's what you're talking about. So I hope that like jogs your memory. That's what you're talking about. But go ahead, sis. No, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find the specific quote that was made. But if I find it, I'll I'll share it. Yeah, you um, I partially going? agreed with it back then. I partially I agreed with it back then because I kind of felt well back then when I was in college. Of course, I'm older now. But back then, I agreed with the point because it's like okay, hey, you know, you feel like you have free will because you can do whatever you want. But then the coercion kind of comes in the mix. Like, so is it really your choice anymore? Because if it starts to feel like people are taking that choice away from you, you know, I'm sure that all of us would like to not have to work, you know, these shitty jobs at these shitty pay and be away from our families. But we live in a society where you kind of have to work like that, work yourself to death just so you can live and survive. So some people may look at that as coercion. Same thing like with the whole slavery thing coming, bringing it back to uh, the original. Well, this it wasn't the original topic, but it's what got segued into as to why we're having a second show on. You know, mm. that's why that's why I made the point that I made, which Cube assumed that I was agreeing with Unc, which I wasn't. I wasn't agreeing with Unc and I wasn't disagreeing with Unc. I'm saying it was both. It depends on for the individual and depends on what part of the time period that we're talking about like yes some people were lied to and told that hey you know it's a job over here and they just didn't let them go <laughs> you know so it, it, it may have been their choice it, it, at it, it, first but it turned into not being a choice after a while i'm not it's aware of the story it their choice because they were born in the slavery so it wasn't their oh, oh, wait a minute Relax, man. Let the system finish, then we're gonna let American dream come in. Come on, yo. Go ahead. Yeah, and I'm just 
saying for other people it wasn't their choice because they were born into it so they they didn't know any other life they didn't know any other that it was possible that there was something else that they could have out there for them because when you're born into something you don't know that hey like I don't have to live like this so that's why I said it's both I feel like for some people no it wasn't a choice for them for some people yeah it was a choice for them but yeah, I can buy that. It's un- it starts to become, it starts to look like it's not free will if we start talking about whether it was their free will because that hasn't been mentioned yet this entire time. Now, once we start getting on free will, then I would be like, okay, yeah, you know, like your free will is being interrupted because people are putting obstacles in your way and most people would prefer to live versus die. Most people would prefer for their family not to suffer and die. So yeah, they may endure the suffering a little bit longer. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that, CK. All right, America. So they can find another option. But I'll go after America. Good context. Yeah, good one. I like that. Go ahead, American Dream. But if I find the quote, I'll share it, which I doubt it. I'll be able to find it, which is shameful. All right, CK, that's a good one, though. That that calmed the madness down for me. Go ahead, American Dream. What you got? Oh, that that pissed me off even more, but go ahead. (laughs) Peace, peace. Thanks, Ankh. Um, so I guess I, I was listening to um to Kyle and um I was wondering um because he he kind of said that um from the from the standpoint of slavery being a being a choice he mentioned that it was a choice for the European because they kind of forced slavery on, on on the African but I think that if if we remember that slavery was a trade you know I mean there were buyers and then there were sellers so I guess I wanted to ask Kyle if he thought the African sellers had a choice. In, in in slavery in, in that in in making slavery happen. Um, the same way if if we if we speak about what Ankh said in terms of them being kidnapped, um, you know, most of the kidnapping were done by African tribes, kidnapping other African tribes on behalf of Europeans. So I guess my question would be, is that a choice on behalf of the Africans? Or do you still stand by, by your, your statement that you know the only choice that was there was just from the European standpoint? Right there, boy. Yeah. You know, the niggas yeah. got no choice in nothing. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's actually a good question. Um, Can I answer the question? You know what I'm saying? Because we got to understand yeah. in totality, if we, we want to be honest with ourselves, Scholastically, academically, and shit, just being real, Africans took place in the shit too. You know what I'm saying? But we gotta understand the complexity of that because these Africans would never unite like we, we make up in our mind. You know what I'm saying? You had warring tribes, you had people who didn't completely didn't fuck with other tribes and would love to because they, they had some type of vengeance for it. You know what I'm saying? And like that's that's really what happened in history. And they were presented with an opportunity for monetary gain or whatever they needed. And you know what I'm saying? And they took advantage of the shit, you know what I'm saying? And now that doesn't uh, remove accountability from the, the Europeans because it was the European plan to do that. And they had to find an agent, somebody weak enough to fall for that shit because they, they didn't recognize their power sticking together. And they didn't really understand that they was up against a complete war machine that was finna come at them. So they didn't know, they didn't know what was finna happen. You know what I'm saying? We got to put all of this shit in real perspective. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, then you go to, like, you know, different tribes and stuff like that. I mean, 
we we wasn't united like black people like to paint this picture and it would be very easy to go to an african to turn his back on another african because you gotta understand these are different ethnic groups they speak different languages they have different gods they have all these things that separate them from each other and somebody else comes in offered us some money to come up so do you consider it a choice is what the, the question hey yeah, I think, i'm, right, I'm I gonna add about. one comment and then i'm gonna go back on mute I think we need to change this conversation and stop using the word to, like choice because that is what's causing the biggest problem in this conversation. I guarantee you, if we pull up the definition and show it to the audience, the definition of free will, and we start asking, did, this, did our people have free will? I guarantee you we'll all end up agreeing that they didn't. Keep saying, I keep saying we'll that though, try to because I think when we start saying it with somebody's choice, yo, no matter what you have in life, we it's all got choice. Poor choice of words. Yeah, CK, we but said that. When we start I, talking I about free will, <laughs> I don't necessarily think it's. I don't necessarily think it's a. It's that bad of a choice of words because I think if I was to ask us all on on the panel, right? If I was to say the people who the the people who were on the on the ships, if if I can just ask this question, the people who were on the ships that that jumped off. Did they choose to jump off the ships? I think most of us would say, yeah, they chose to jump off the ships. Well, what about the ones who stayed? If the ones who, who jumped off chose to jump, then the ones who stayed on the ships, did they choose to stay? Yeah, some jumped off, some were thrown off. We don't know who jumped and who right. was thrown off. But I'm specifically asking about the ones who jumped. The ones who jumped, did they the choose to jump? The Igbo, were, the, Igbo were prone, the Igbo were prone to jump off by any means necessary, bro. They, it was it was embedded in what they stood for, you know. So they didn't have a choice. They didn't choose nah. to jump off. No, no, no. The Igbo are the most known for jumping off the ships during the, the uh, enslavement. But not, all of them jump, though. but not all of the Igbos jump. Just because you could jump don't mean you're going to get the opportunity. To, it's not like that nigga that's showing up at the thousands day. of Igbos. But, it, but we're Listen talking to, about whether it's a choice. Let me slow it down for you, American Dream. Let me slow it down. You asked the question. I'm going to slow it down. Tens of thousands, plural, <laughs> jumped. They were known for doing that. But that's that why they tried to lock their behinds up deep in the chambers where they could where they could still survive. Listen to me, bro. I'm only trying to give you what we got. The evidence is all we got. They tried to keep the when they got them from Igbo land, they tried to specifically keep them from not coming to the top deck because they were prone to jump. You have to remember, although it was profitable for them. They were still, they could make more money selling these people to do specific jobs. So they jumped, they would file insurance claims. If they were thrown off, they would get insurance claims. So the profit was there either way, but people wanted the bodies because it was more profitable. The Igbo have, they, they, got, they got a damn story about the damn Igbo jumping off these ships. Yeah, and yeah, they need to, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me say this real quick. Uh, you know, you get it six, seven times. I'm a real quick, and I'm not. So is that a choice, though? Did the ego yeah, made? That's all I'm yeah, saying.
That's just a really, yeah. That, that, what was you trying to say? What was the question? Yeah, I'm saying like, with them going over like that, right? It, it's more pro- like you know, they with them just jumping over, they profit when if they throw them over because they they are gonna cut off an ear. They see, get cut off. They cut off an ear. Charles Darwin had an answer to this. You know what Charles Darwin said? They cut off an ear and they use the ear Charles Darwin. you know what Charles Darwin said? Charles Darwin said. How you bring Charles Darwin up? <laughs> I'm going to tell you, yo, hold on, Black stop. people had a choice in their own slavery. Hold on, Charles Darwin. I mean, you okay? You can make Charles Darwin said that when a black woman, a black slave, you cut me off too long. I know my fault. I just got. Let me get this. Just do some time. nonsense. I'm not. I gotta hear this one. I'm gonna be quiet. I gotta hear this one. Charles, so Charles Darwin was on the beagle, right? And he was trying to prove. That, that all humans was the same. And he said that when a Roman emperor or a Chinese person like to sacrifice themselves, not to be enslaved, to kill themselves, right? We look at it as being honorable. They said when a black woman jumps off a cliff so that she's not enslaved, they look at it as being barbaric and out of our mind. That's the exact same things y'all are doing right now. I'm saying it was admirable when the Igbo did what they did. It wasn't no involuntary shit. It was something that they decided to do and they worked together to do that shit, man. Like y'all got to knock that off. I'm checking out of the conversation. I'm done with it. Slavery. Yeah, nobody said it was dishonor. That's, it was that's a response. Uh, it was a response. They didn't want to be so, reduced so this to slaves in a foreign totally land. The whole conversation and changed when I say something. You always say, say that. Oh, the landing to the Ebola landing to Darwin, but anything. Darwin had nothing to do with this shit. This dude just changed the whole conversation. Can I say something real quick? The, the, hold on, hold on, Sandy. I'm gonna say this. I just want to say the Igbo landing took place in 1803. So they, the Igbo, if the Igbo landing took place in 1803, they had knowledge of what was happening prior to them being so disruptive. So after 1803, I mean, when you get in the period of 1803, and you're in basically in some parts. Uh, the slave trade slowing down and the Igbo are picking up on that. They begin to do this. This was an attempted revolt, yes, but it was a response for being captured and enslaved. (laughs) All right. (laughs) It was. It was. It was was part of their, their beliefs, their customs. They were just like so, uh, I mean, we can call him punk. We can say why y'all didn't fight. Let's save you get his get his say in, man. Fuck y'all, peace, 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 everybody. Go ahead, Sabio. That's something wrong, Sabio. Get it in, man. Try to tell you, but go ahead, bro. Sabio, you taking too long, yo niggas is. What's up? Yo, I just wanted to say this. <laughs> Why'd you fade on the mic? Watch, watch. When, the, when, 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 when people think about choice and slavery, you got to take those two words. You can't even put those words in the same conversation. They're not even two words. Slavery was not a choice. It was not a choice. Any person, any person says slavery is a choice outside of their mind. <laughs> right. Any person on this panel choose, who wants to choose to be a slave, come be my slave right now. 
Um, shots fired, huh? Shots fired, huh? Niggas, are you out of your mind? That's all you get to say, yo, was about my mind saving. That dog went on that beagle and solved all of the problems. I want to respond. Hold on, let me finish. I want to respond to this Charles Darwin bullshit. That was the craziest boat ride ever. Charles Darwin on that beagle, yo. I'm about to beat up. I'm about to beat up Charles Darwin real quick. Fuck All right, man, get off of Darwin. Hold on, Pete. Let Pete say, then you go beat up Darwin. We can change the course of this course. Go ahead. Go ahead, Pete. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say you out your mind, but, but just being disingenuous, <laughs> really. I just want to change, change the topic just briefly, okay, because we're on this subject, and we're talking about, you know, to a degree, man. Africans were complicit in this thing. To some degree. So my my question to the panel is this. I ain't true. They ain't making that shit up. I just don't feel like fighting that right now. I know, Man, I know. Here's my question to the panel, okay? Why do you all think that, I'm not going to say all, but some, a significant amount of Africans today don't like black Americans? <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? Oh, you know, when we, uh, uh, can I start? To bring a little leverage. Can I go it. second after whoever starts? I'm jumping all of that. That's bullshit. That's a myth. That's What's what a myth? I'm gonna say, Sean. That's a myth. What's what it just says is a myth. What it just says is a myth. People dislike it's each bullshit. other all over the earth. Yeah, for I don't even got no words for that. That's goofy. I'm I'm out. <laughs> Yo, can I address that? Can I address that right quick? Hey. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. The, the thing about the thing about that when you when people say that Africans don't like African Americans is that number one those people are us and they just like us meaning that people people that live in different countries and that have different ethnic groups or tribes they always think that they are better than the next so it's not about Africans as a whole not liking African Americans is that if whatever your tribe is, just like whatever me being us being in America, Africans in America, whatever my hood is, I'm repping my hood and I'm saying that my hood is better than your hood or my city is better than your city. So that's the that's that's how Africans are globally. That's how they are on the land, on the on the land, on the continent. That's how we are. So it's not that they don't like African Americans, is that they don't like their neighbor if they're not repping the same thing they repping. And it ain't that they don't like them so much. It's just that we have strong pride in what we represent. So it's, it's not like that. Yeah, can I add something to that if I can? Add that, bro. No. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think it was a, a couple of months ago we were talking about, well, maybe not that long ago, but we mentioned that, um, that African-American culture is really um, taken from um, from it's actually a European culture. It's it's actually taken from um, the, um, the the not the Irish, uh, the not the Dutch either. Um, now you just making shit up. Um, I can't I can't remember the uh, the, the exact um, who exactly which which group exactly, but I think I think the main reason that that Africans. And and even even some Caribbean people um, may have an issue with with Black Americans is is because of the Black American culture. 
um, you know, the hip hop culture is like it's 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 different, and and that's the main issue that I think other black people that come to America Yo. have with black Americans. If, if right. I can finish, uh, uh, um, all right. Yo, can, can somebody can stop this, finish, please? Because because what we have right now, yo, yo hold, hold on, right brother, here, you already spoke. You already spoke. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I want to. But you already spoke. Oh boy, Q, you've been trying to talk the whole time since you came in. Like you, somebody. I don't understand why I can just finish my thought. I, I, yeah, you can finish your thought, man. This might not madness, yo. Let them, let them, let them go mad. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, so, again, I think the reason that Africans in particular may not like the African-American culture is because African-American culture is actually um, white trash European culture. The African-American culture is adapted from... What what is oh hell to know? We're not going to be repeating. No, here it is. And I'm going. I'm supposed to sit here and let this ride. Man, you got to hit a man up, no matter how mad it is. You you out of your rabbit ass mind? You think I got to hit it? You're not going to remain. Okay, I got no What African told you that, bro? Monday night. Okay, I got next. This is Monday night, man. Listen. Nah, I want to know, know American Dream. Where Sean, African Sean, told Sean, you that? Sean, let the man finish your dingo. No, because we talk to Africans all the time. They so know. I want to know what yes, African told know. you. That. Listen, what we're going to do, we're going to let him get it out, let him finish, and then beat him up. Yo, it's Monday night madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, don't double, double back and reiterate. We got that. Don't double back. But go ahead. Don't double back. Go ahead. Yo, if you got double back to get your point, double back, man. Hey, hey, after Sean spits his bullshit, can I go next? Uh, Sean spit his bullshit. Play the dream. Play the American dream. Go ahead, American Because you just like American dream. You like American dream. Go ahead. Like shadow. Um, um, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad the person, whoever it was, brought up Thomas Soul because you know you guys like to ask for source, and that is indeed the source. Um, and, and I would encourage everybody to read Thomas Soul because you know. Right. Man, we already brilliant. beat him up and threw his ass in the pseudo trash can. Uh, I mean, you know, can can somebody finish a thought without y'all cutting in? I mean, I mean, yes, try, man, I know it's madness, but let's. Go ahead. But yeah, but but just just that that's the source. I just wanted to try and answer the question. I'm I'm not actually you know sure why y'all are so mad at the answer, but you know just just to to explain why Africans or or other black people that come to America may not you know love the black you talk American about culture. yourself. You talking about yourself, nigga. Oh, no. Get this ignorant ass nigga the fuck up out of here, man. That's American Dream, where you, you from, bro? Where you from? Hey, Sean, mediate this conversation. Somebody. Sabio is too ignorant to have no, any conversation. Get him from, the fuck up out of here, man. Like, you know, you too dumb. American Dream, where you from, though? Where you from? Nah, that's all good. I'm out. Y'all be good. Peace. No, where you from, though, American Dream? Where you from, bro? Hey, I ain't let that man finish. He's from Jamaica. He a fake Jamaican. He comes on every What was he saying? You not saying? I kind of don't know. I walked away. What? He first started. I walked away. I ain't like that. He comes on every conversation with them niggas like Sabio. Cut in either. Oh, did y'all hear? Come on, come on, everybody, please. Wait, time out. Listen, look, it's the art of the conversation, yo. So. The, the more ridiculous the shit is, the more we can actually respond and hear why we feel like it's ridiculous. 
But you got to give them a chance. Listen, no matter how much you disagree with it, we want to develop the art of conversation, yo. Now, if he talking too long, we're going to cut your motherfucking ass off. Well, hell, y'all thought I was mad for the last hour. I got beat up. But at least y'all let me say what it was I wanted to say. So, you know, give everybody an opportunity. We want, we want people watching the show to say, no matter how off-key I think my statement is, I want to be able to make the statement, yo, like... Trust me with this show. You got to let the man speak. He, everything he was saying might not have been wrong. Now, he mentioned a guy named, and let's talk about oh, who the guy he was wrong. He, he just gave you the source to oh, let you know that he was wrong. Soul, you know? that nigga oh, get up I was mind. already pulling it up because, like I said, we I don't like beat Thomas up Thomas Sowell twice in the circle. I don't like that twice. nigga. Thomas Sowell is a coon, bro. Like Thomas the dude said the Jamaican bro. roster was right. Dude came on plat on on Daggers. Every black person that the Jamaican roster knew no, more the, about the, you talking about the white Aryanism than the roster. Yeah, he was better than them, yo. He was the white boy was a little better. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Thomas Sowell is I'm a not listening to nobody way. tell me about saying Africans hate African Americans. Because it's that's been disproven. This has been disproven, bro. But, but the whole <laughs> thing, though, if he said, I this, didn't say all. I, just I don't even know what's going on. Why y'all talking over each other? No, not, not you, Mr. Pete. Not you, Pete. Not you. I'm talking about the American dream when he came with his craziness. Yeah, but look, Sean, if, 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 if the idea is that they hate African culture so much because it's trash, then why, why would so many people emulate it? Globally. Right, they doing drill music right now. It's fucking stupid. It's, they they do it globally, so you don't you don't imitate some shit you hate. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I that's just, just crazy. They even say that um, they doing, they're doing hip hop in China. Attempted to bestow that great, I guess, somehow. Go ahead, get the answer, Don't do it, bro. Go ahead. Spit the, spit the answer. Spit the answer. Yeah. I think when it comes to African American culture, I think it's bullshit. I think it's all much garbage. If I had the ability, I would change it. No, so explain why it's trash. Why it's whoa, 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 whoa. You explaining whoa. your dislike. I get to that. 
Like, bro, you doing the goddamn going to walk into that, her. bro. It's another coon. Bro, hold on. Just because Thank I'm shitting on it, does it? No, we're saying just trim the fat off, bro. Give us the meat, bro. Go ahead. Come on. Bro, I swear to God, I'm getting to that. And what I'm saying is, I think it's all bullshit. African Americans swear to God, though, yo. Huh? African Americans swear to God. I swear to God, yo. That's an African American. So he's doing a cultural African American thing and at the same time calling it trash. But go ahead, Q. Okay. Let me make this clear. I was totally wrong on the shit that he was just saying. I was making an exclamation, and that's just what everybody fucking does, no matter the culture. We make exclamations, so you don't know what the fuck you talk about as normal. But what I'm trying to say is, is that African-American culture, as we know it, is bullshit, is garbage. We should do away with it, and we should be trying to reform this shit. No, explain do why it's trash. Oh, what the fuck? Why do niggas keep cutting me off when I'm trying to make a point? Because you I don't get that part. Because you make a monologue before you decide to talk bro. about address the issue. So, bro, 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 but, but, but listen, how can you get to my points and, 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 and get around them if you don't even listen, though? But we already know we, we want the trash. point. We don't want all of the other shit. We, we want know the you point. Think no, but listen, bro, you listen. I'm literally making my fucking points, but niggas ain't listening. No, you're explaining your position. Hold on, listen. We okay, know listen, your position. First, you stated it. Okay. You think it's okay, trash. But the first point, okay, but the first point that I said was that it's garbage and it's trash. That's it's point number a... one. Let me let me get to my next points. That's your I, position. I'm making it clear. <laughs> bro, I'm, no. Hold on. Bro, I'm making it clear. African-American culture is bullshit and it's trash. That's, that's, that's point a position. number one. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's, that's point number one. Yes, but I agree. I, 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 I thought that's what I was doing here. No, that's your no, position. Your, now you got to state point? why is garbage and trash. No, why? There'd be what your point. Oh, okay. Well, see, if I had a chance to speak, maybe I would have gotten it. Okay. So no, I, no, you I, just said what you funny as shit. You go Christ, bro. Come on. Okay. So the so chat, Cube, hold on, Cube. The chat oh, said so your so crown. So hey, yo, the, 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 the peanut guy would say you're on your crown royal shit. <laughs> okay, whatever, man. Niggas can say whatever they want to say, man. Niggas can cute. What they want is they just want you to be. Let me just get to because when you're being general, it's like people don't know what I'm you're not talking be, about. Listen, because I'm not being general. I'm gonna put I, I real money on a cube that I don't I think you really cut off. truly think <laughs> that black culture I keep is cut trash off and you while you're rocking dreadlocks, right? Listen, I keep getting cut off. Is it only never, certain never... parts of our culture that you think is trash, or only or okay. all of it? Because you all rock right. and like you a rock rapper. dreadlocks. So, you so, look so, like so, a rapper. Say you're a rapper, dude. Let, let me start. You're with a rapper on Crown, Crown Royal ship, yo. Start with Let me let me start with this. Uh, dreadlocks have nothing to do with fucking no, black culture. Yes, it do. Hell, yes, it do. What are you talking about? Oh my God! Why, why niggas can't let me talk? This nigga, you I'm look like a rat. Like two hours. Because you, you, like you, you, you a show but show. Because you a show but show. Oh my God! Yo, can, can, can I get it in real quick? I can see if you can, said can that like, dreadlocks. Yo, you've been talking. You couldn't, from get, 30, you, don't you, say you it couldn't get to the point for some reason. Now everybody else want to talk. You've been talking for an hour. So hold on. Can, can we agree that niggas just cut me off? But never mind. Yeah, but we tried it. to let. How long do we? Okay, listen. I'll, listen, I'm coming right now. I'm coming right, <laughs> All right now. Come okay, on. So come number on, one. <laughs> okay, okay. So so number one, I think that uh, African American African American culture is trash. Got it. <laughs> oh, what we do is, but well, what we do is, 
we excuse so much shit that's unnecessary that we don't have to excuse when we could actually eradicate not even fuck with it and say you know what nah that's not what we want to deal with but we ultimately deal with these things over and over and over because you know what? We'll, we'll get castigated just like i just did just because i got dreadlocks whereas this is not culture I don't know what you thought, but this is not culture. You're still not answering the question of why, bro. What makes it trash? What specifically about the culture that makes it trash? You keep telling us you're just talking in circles. What's be specific? What makes it trash, bro? I feel sorry for you. Okay, okay. Well, well, if that's the question that you're asking, then. Okay, let's deal with that specifically. No, no. no. On to the next person. Now you're saying no. Now was a hijacking. Now you hijacking the (laughs) shit. Hey, Cube, I got you. I got you. The moment that I say, okay, let me give you five points of reference. Everybody say, no, 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 no. Let me point out some things to you that would be considered culture. I don't want to hear none of your bullshit. That you want to language to me because none of it is that can relevant. be a part of, of your culture. Make, even makes sense. Food that can be a hey, part. Good night, of man. Culture. I'm not finna listen the to way this you dress girl. Tell me can be a part of your culture. The way you wear your hair. None of it's gonna make sense. You got a dejection. You got a Because I call her dumb. Nigga, I call y'all niggas I mean, you're the one that's taking an hour to explain something so small. So hold on, because I call a woman dumb, y'all want to yeah, kick me up. Dumb. I call y'all niggas yeah, dumb. You're dumb. You're a dumb yeah, ass because nigga. you don't have to you're resort dang. to uh, that. Yeah, you don't got to resort to that. Oh, so I don't have to, but this, but, but we can... You had a choice, bro. You had a choice. You definitely had a choice. Listen, hold on, but what happens when I call y'all niggas dumb? Nobody don't feel like that. You're not specifically okay, calling us dumb because we men. But, but you're not specifically calling us. Hold on, let me talk. Let me talk. Nah, for that infraction, I put his ass. Building up when you look across your table and you see that man that? you just got through talking to. Y'all gotta meet that. You dead in your eyes. Y'all gotta meet that. <laughs> meet that. It's going down. Make no excuses. Make Is no money, man. I don't understand. How did he make it in here? That's you, uh. That's all that I'm ain't me, say, man. Y'all. Yes, I, it is. You got YouTube up. Oh, my God. Yo came in like the Holy Ghost. Listen, what I had... What, you, what was you listening to? Church? Let's say this. Listen, listen. <laughs> I don't appreciate Q because he ain't get that slick with the men on this motherfucker. Ooh. He got slick with the sister. He got real, it was like some deep ingrained shit that he hit the sister with. He didn't do that to none of us, yo. He was like, like that's a sister, like that ain't how we doing it around here, yo. First of all, it's money night. You don't mad. like black people. Yeah, come on, cute man. <laughs> listen, cute, listen. It's money night madness, but you definitely just went mad. <laughs> Twice. Twice, yo, in one show. Come on, yo, we're not this we we not, we don't have a, a culture of disrespecting the sisters, yo. That ain't what African-Americans do, dog. I don't feel like it's trash. Do we got a lot of work to put into our culture? Of course. But all fucking cultures do the same shit. It's not like I'm tired of people making us outliers. That's crazy. Dude, oh, we don't, you don't stick together. That's not true. We stick together about as much as everybody else do. 
So we got a lot of learning to do, a lot of things to do. Yo, the culture is new and we're growing, but what we're not going to say is trash. We all with this. Trash? What do you mean? You're calling yourself trash. You swear to God. How many motherfuckers swear to God? Y'all swear to God, yo. How many coaches do that? I swear to Allah, yo. It's the African-American culture, man. Be like, the hell locked up like them fucking Jamaican. You ain't a Jamaican nigga. You was born here. African-Americans do that. African-Americans come on the show and talk shit. Yeah, that's what we do. So we cool. Who are you at? Cuban put you back in the put you back in location, man. Yeah, like if if you don't if you don't specify what, yeah, we can't even rebut. If you just yes, like y'all niggas got to admit the shit's trash, bro. And you just like you got to be what, is the food trash? Is abuse yeah. trash? Then we can build on it. But if you just talking around it, we can't even. Can't even connect. Come on, can, I address, can I address what he actually said though? Because he can did. I address something like, that he was he saying too? He, said that he think it's trash because we let stuff slide or we let stuff go that we should eradicate. Like and what? my response, my response to that is in every society, you have what 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 it seems to be that when people <laughs> say the African American culture is trash, is they're usually saying that the poor Poor culture is trash Thanks. because if you look Thanks. at the behavior of people who don't have power, you tend to compare it with people who have power, and then you see like um, it's a great point. What goes on in our mm-hmm. you see what goes on in our community, and you act like it's just our community when it's just humanity. It's yeah, so and it's just said, yeah, it's, it's so, a poverty thing. They they right. equate. They equate Poverty with African Americans. Yo, you that is a great fucking point, and I ain't even gotta say nothing because and, and you, you know, just killed what, it. That's what I was finna say, and I was finna say, and that's and 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 that's one of the big things. A lot of people do. Mumu did actually just kill it, but see, the other thing is he wants to he want, he wants to try to put the murder and the all the crime and that's going on in the community. Like it doesn't happen in other communities. You understand? Like other cultures or other people, communities aren't having these same crime problems with, you know. So you gotta stop looking past things like that and accept. Like billionaire Epstein has a whole has a whole um, pedophile island. So when he say that our culture is like, oh, they we letting stuff go that we should be checking. Every culture. (laughs) <laughs> got a lot of stuff going on that they should be checking. That's human behavior. Yeah. That's, that's not why, culture. That's why humanity. When you say, if you say one thing is bad, right? This African American culture is bad. Then you have to just oppose that with which culture is good. You see me? You see me? Yeah, then we have is, a it's even deeper than that because African American we we are a, a, a sub subculture. Right. Our, Our culture, culture we're actually culture just Americans. Yeah, that, but yeah, but like even you, still, even still, you still have to justify with a culture that's good, so we can examine the one that's good and say, okay, this one has that we don't, right? But you will still see the flaws in the other culture too if you put them, if you put them up, even if you even if you pick Jews, right? You 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 can still see the flaw in that culture because everything within a culture ain't exactly what you want. Yeah, but you that that's that's a religious. This this is the issue. African-Americans, when you say African-Americans, you are talking about Americans. So everything that African-Americans do 
right? It's a um is is a form of Americanism. On a like, macro, on a on a macro, but not on a micro. Yeah, is 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 Americanism. So you would say, what do African Americans do that you would say it's our culture? It will be nothing but segments of what what Americans Rap do. Rap music. That, that, Soul that's, But but that's just American music. Is it? Is American, American music form? It's American music now. No, everybody, uh, all Americans participate in rap music. Yeah, but now, but that that comes from our cult. Like we we gave that to the society, so it's who, still who, who, who participate. Who, who? African Americans, right? And and what are African Americans? Jamaican, Jamaican, and yeah, and, I mean we and, we're, and, we're, and, we're and Americans, but on, like, Americans. Yeah, but so yeah, they were made. Of course, yeah, of course, but. That's what I'm saying on a macro level. We're all American. We live in America. Right. Right. Just like we use Kenya. Everybody's Kenyan. Mm-hmm. But on a macro level, but on a micro level, those different people, different tribes contribute to what Kenya is. You know what I'm saying? And other people in Kenya might participate in what those other tribes do, but they still get it from that tribe. You know what I'm saying? So, so they associate soul food with African American, even though you can get it in America. Right, they associate rap music with African American. They associate it's, it's two things. It's two things that's going on: is nationality and ethnicity. No, I'm talking about culture. Right. So, yeah, come on now. Your your nation has a culture, right? And then you have different ethnic groups inside that nation. Yeah. Right. But I'm, yeah. Specifically, so, though. so you would say our ethnicity is no. the the cultural ethnicity is African-American. However you want to phrase and I, it. I I don't, about, I, I, and even there, I couldn't even agree with it. Yeah, how, however you want to phrase it. I'm just talking about the actual, whatever you want to call it, the, the actual culture itself. Like you, you don't go to a European house in America and see the type of foods you would see in an African-American home. The, the, the dinner table would be, the, the, the dinner dish would be different. What, spaghetti? Not true, bro. That's no, not true. no. All of us eat spaghetti. No, nah, but see, all of us eat fried chicken. Everybody, but see, all you, Americans you, like watermelon. Like what? Wh- listen, <laughs> Americans also eat tacos. Right. Right, but tacos, it's Mexican food. That's culturally Mexican, though, right? Right, but now it's Americanized. Taco I, Bell. Yeah, Most now Americans <laughs> don't like Taco yeah, Bell. Yeah, yeah, Americans yeah, like Taco Bell. Exactly. That was Americanized. I, I agree, but culturally, tacos are Mexican. Culturally, yeah, but Taco Bell is American. Yeah, we eat Jamaican food as is, is, is American. I don't even know Jamaican, Jamaican food. There's Jamaican restaurants in Jamaica, but that food culturally is Jamaican. Even though, even though you can make a, 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 a Uncle Sam Jamaican spot. What, what white people serving it, the food still is culturally Jamaican. So what's culturally African-American food? Soul food. What? Whether it be uh, collard greens, hop, uh, Hoppin' John's, okra soup. What? Who? What is that? Yeah, well, that's, I'm Geechee, I'm Gullah, so Hoppin' John. Like, it's like that? rice, it's like, it's like kind of black eyed peas mixed with, with rice. Hoppin' John. It's old school. I have no idea what that is. I don't know how to dance. That's that's some geek shit anyway. That's uh, that's Carolina, that's Texas, that's the Hoppin' John. You don't know about that. 
Apparently they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, y'all know y'all really know about African American culture. Now yeah, you see I didn't even think that was. I didn't think that was gonna be a stopping point. Y'all even fucked me up with that. I was like, hold on, what? Yeah, see, <laughs> see, see, you really know about African American culture because I never even heard of no shit like that. Chitlins, that's African American. Like, well, it kind it kind of is, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, but we eat the poorest part of pig. But yeah, but you know, even like you know, okra soup. You feel me? Like like those those things come come out of that uh, uh, African American uh, 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 diaspora, so to speak. Okay. So those things are still culturally ours, and even the rap music. Rap music is culturally ours, even though you see it in China. That's culturally. You know what I'm saying? It traces it traces back to us. So I'm saying so that's culturally ours. I mean that's kind of that's kind of my point. So I still see that as culture. I mean, I, I, that's why I was wanting to get Q's point. Like, now, if you talking about, if you talking about like not not allowing something, or, or you know, you you can't necessarily that's that's not necessarily culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so that's bad decisions. Also, Cube don't like the food. The food is trash. That's I mean, a part he, of the culture. <laughs> So you're saying African American food is garbage and trash, uh, and you would say our music, right, which is a cultural trait, is trash. But like Max said, uh, we equate poverty to African Americans and the different um, things that come along with people in poverty, you know what I mean, gets put on African Americans like that's our culture. And that wouldn't be our culture. That's a condition. You know what I mean? Po- poverty is a is a condition. It's not cultural. You know what I mean? Because when African Americans can move out of that condition into middle class, they don't practice the same shit that they practiced when they was in poverty. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah Cube. Uh, uh, Mac uh, knocked you out the box with that one. Yeah, and even if you, even if you, and even. Violence in violence within a neighborhood. You can't now. Now, if you want to say, you know, gangs, you know what I'm saying? That could be. You could now. That could be. That could, that's a negative part of culture because there's gang culture. You know what I'm saying? That runs prevalent. That didn't start out as African American culture. You gotta yeah, understand I, that's something that we adopted. But but even though we adopted it, now it's a part of the culture because now when yeah, you go all yeah. over the Italians have a mafia culture. Yeah, I, I ain't saying. Uh, yeah, that's not. That's I'm not changing. good. Italians yeah, not don't. White people had gangs. Yeah, but they, they were the first gangs in America. Uh, European immigrants. That's what gangs in New York nah, talk we, about. We we embrace that a little more differently. Than... They, Italians do the same thing with the mafia. They don't like that shit. Nah, yeah, the mafia ain't they really do. Right. They're down there obsolete. Your black now. said it perfectly. Gangs is American culture. We like the mafia more than the, you know what I mean? We glorify that shit. You love that shit, guys. We, <laughs> but but gang culture, gang has become a, a intricate part of African American culture. I think we gotta agree with that. Now we can. Same now where as you get it from? Else? Huh? Same nah. as everybody else. Okay. Now we do you want to do the uh, blood population per capita by race and see how oh that shit work out? Crips, come on, GDS folks. Vice Lord. If if you study how gangs started in America, these were usually European immigrants. 
who but had see, to protect themselves look, against the law, and they started saying, shaking create, themselves down. You creating a whole nother dialogue. I said it's a part of the culture now. Like I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying who started it, or the origins of it. I'm talking about present day, 2020, 21, 2021. Gang culture is a prevalent part of African American culture, like it or not. It's a prevalent part of everybody's culture. Everybody commits crime. I'm talking about being in a gang. Blood. All right, let me ask death. you this question. Blood. So, let me, me ask you this question. Would you consider the KKK a gang? Oops. No. The Ku Klux Klan. No. You consider them a gang? Why not? They Ooh, were we'll a block, gang. We'll block. We'll block them. They started to get. They started out as gang. No, no. I mean, I can go to when I pull up in Compton, I know who I. I understand what you're saying, but I'm I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm, I just that pull is, up the definition is, of what a gang is considered. Yeah, but I answer your exactly. question. Exactly. That's I why. That's why I asked. But I, I asked the question. Though. I told you. I said no. I don't think they're a gang. What do you think I they think are? Gang a a to be specific, they're considered a terrorist organization. <laughs> That's why, why I asked. That's why I asked because people, 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 the, 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 we, 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 we let the word or how words are changed actually define where groups are. And they're still a gang. They're a gang. Do they allow any other people to join? Can any black people go join the KKK? No, but that's okay. But anybody can join the Bloods. So 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 see the gang so 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 it's more of a social organization with the bloods and yeah. the social great. organization that does what gang activity gang like activity gangs have yeah. missions and ideas these gangs aren't pushing anything forward they're out killing each other what was the KKK and the mafia doing back then? They were pushing agendas forward. They were getting things pushed forward. Gangs move things forward. We gangs have always been around. You've had good gangs and bad gangs. I don't even know that. I, 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 so, so are, is gang a part of African American culture? Because that's all I said. Like I'm trying to figure out. You agree or disagree? I just I, I I say they are now. They became a part of our culture that's, due to that's, what then, adaptability then, and being in this no Amer America. And that's all I said. So there shouldn't be no disagreement. That's all I said. But I was just trying to get y'all to understand what gangs are because the police are a gang. No, I would say mm -hmm. that would be a negative part of African American. That I would say that as a negative part of African American culture. But no culture is perfect. I'm saying that's why I said if you pick a culture. There's gonna be some shit in there I don't like. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the whole. I mean, that's the whole point. But I don't know. I just thought it was weird, like you know, American Dream saying it. And I know what he. What was he saying? We got off of that point. I had um went and let he my was uh, saying dog that, out. He was saying Africans don't like African Americans because African American culture is European culture, and the shit's trash. That's basically I what I don't, said. I don't like Africans. <laughs> so so them not liking me it don't hurt me so I don't want people to feel like they have to be hurt because uh, Afri some Africans don't like them like I don't like Africans like I gotta I like it might sound ignorant on a platform like this 
Monday but, Night Madness. <laughs> I'm not fond of Africans. Like, we <laughs> call the Yeah, I, I mean, and, and how I did tell, you get to that and, and I tell them this right because I cut hair, and I have a lot of African clientele, <laughs> and we talk. Regular, like I, I have relationships with Africans. That's right? why I was even more crazy what you're saying right now. Yeah, like I have relationships with them and we talk like this. See, a lot of people don't have relationship with Africans from the continent. So it sounds a little harsher when they said I have I've been cutting a group of Africans since they've been little kids. Now they grown men, right? They they uh they work, they so now they traveling. And it's like, it's like, I think it's like 12 of them, right? That's in my uh, rotation. And they all friends and they all grew up in the same neighborhood, right? And I talk to them a lot. And I sit when they, when I'm cutting their hair, all I do is joke them about being African. That's all I do. You're a fucking African. Like that, you would say that you're a fucking African. That's all I say to them. And I don't like them. But I like them. I don't like them because they know they arrogant, right? Um, and they even say like, "Yo, I'm cool, but my parents, my parents is real ignorant towards African Americans. Like they more ingrained into the culture where you know they went to school with uh, African Americans and stuff, so they a little bit more relaxed. But you see it in them. You dig what I'm saying? And yeah. I tell them all the time, I don't like them and. I know on a that they look down on us, these Africans, right? And okay. they let it they let they let it be known that their family is even worse than them. Worse than oh, them. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Now, you know I, mean? I had her African roommate, so like she put me up on like when I first came to Atlanta, I didn't even I didn't know the drill. And she put me up on game because you know I I got with her, she's from Eritrea. So, but you know what I mean? And she would tell me, you know what I'm saying, like she would tell me which one of her girlfriends date African-Americans. Mm, right. Like, like, yeah, like- And that's you know, an issue. Like, yeah, because- right. you know what I'm But they gotta, keep that, <laughs> they gotta keep that shit on the low like you dating a white girl. Oh like, man, I, 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 I talked to this African girl, right? Yeah. And she lets it be, know her mother's a pharmacist, right? Got her own uh, little clinic or whatever, right? So they, they do real good. But she talks about how her mother and them talk about African-Americans. <laughs> like, because me and her are cool. We have a relationship. She don't yeah. hide how her family and how her people talk about us. You dig what I'm saying? So yeah. if, 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 if somebody going to act like, you know, saying that Africans uh, don't like African-Americans, well, I don't feel no type of way about that because most Africans that I met that haven't been my cup of tea either. You dig what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know. I don't feel no type way about that. It's, it's not a big thing. That don't make us not African, right? All right. Africans don't like each other either. I just watched the video where goddamn right. Nigerians and South Africans was having a goddamn shootout. <laughs> yeah, <they can> go <laughs> but, but, but see, that's tribal, right? So it it shouldn't be a big thing if Africans and African Americans don't like each other, right? I grew up in a neighborhood full of Jamaicans, 
and Jamaicans and African-Americans didn't get along that well. It's okay. <laughs> like it's, like now. Everybody's not supposed to like each other. Now, now we, now if, when certain issues arose, we stuck together, right? Um, if, if certain music we all vibe with, we all went to the Jamaican stores, right? We went to school with them. So, you know, we've been in their houses, but for the most part, yeah, it's a Jamaican African-American issue. I guarantee you in New York and places that have a large Latino um, uh, population, it's the same thing, yo, it's okay. Cultures are gonna clash. Yeah, I got like, along with Jamaica though, my baby mama Jamaica. But I feel like though, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, cultures, cultures have disagree. Like we but tribal a, people. Y'all want to know what your problem is? The but it's a cultural is. thing with your, with my baby mama, and I'll let you go, uh, Savio. Like the the temperament, so drastically different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that should be an issue sometimes. Even with, with, with my uh, with my Jamaican partners, you know what I'm saying? But my baby mama, especially, go ahead, Savio. But the problem is we try to make we try to make everything universal. So we try to make Africans and African Americans universal because of the struggle, you know, because of the common bond that we that we all should that we all share through what through the through the traumatization of being what Europeanized by these Europeans, no matter how you look at it. And because of that, we feel like there should be that should be the link where we should have some type of mutual understanding and agreement to where we should get along, other than just um besides the skin color, besides race. You know, that should be the link. So other than us Af being African American, the struggle should be the reason why we all should get along. But that isn't reasonable. Oh, that isn't realistic. Because it's different experiences. They experience exactly. the world. Experiences. They experience the world different than us. Exactly. So and that's, that's the issue. Everybody has to take yeah. Yeah, they they have different experiences. That's all. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like they they some of them look at it like, yo, we should be taking advantage of what we have over here. Yeah, and that that's a lot of you know. I think the biggest issue that they that they say to me is that we don't take advantage. You know what I mean? Of like they they don't deny that racism is real, but they always look like like yo, why worry about that? Like yo, yeah. you supposed to be getting money. They that's how they look at you. Are in the opportunity to better yourself. Like we don't have what y'all have over here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we we not coming over here worried about racism. Yo, no, we here for a mission. They that like that that that, that be their biggest argument to me, because I be talking about racism. And they be looking like, why do you care? Because racism really means something to African Americans. Right. So like they don't that's, do that's, it that's the same way because they got different experiences. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he talk about one of them, he he's, he explains right uh, how they have rolling blackouts, right? 
Like their electricity don't even stay on all day, right? And yeah. and, and he talked about for, in Lagos, that's a developed city. So, so like all of the stuff that he talked about, you dig what I'm saying? And he looked like, yo, and you will worry about whether white people don't like you or not. They not stopping you from doing nothing. You know what I mean? That, that be their, you know, mindset. But for me as an African-American, I be looking like, yo, I see what he's saying, but that shit just hit different. Yeah. For me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Can I so uh, me, interject? So let me say this. Let, let's save you then go ahead, Adrian. Okay. Because um, what you said is something that I that uh, I talk about a lot with, with, with different uh, races of people. They say that to me a lot. Why are African Americans so lazy? Why are we taking advantage of the opportunity they come over and they take advantage of? I hear this from my Indian friends who came from Nepal, my African friends who I talk and I talk to these people on a regular basis. They say this consistently. Most immigrants, so so it's an immigrant issue. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, so 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 let me ask you this. Do you think it they don't actually see the things that we actually go through, or do you think because a lot of African Americans are looking for a handout instead of wanting and going to pull them and wanting to pull themselves up. <laughs> Brendan Sims said, My argument is why don't you plot to say hustle in your country? <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> hey, uh, I, my thing is this, though. I think, like, like culturally, it's so different, right? Like, 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 Let's say you come from you come from a a country that's not developed. Oh, go ahead, Ed. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, let me hit y'all with something else too that is very interesting. Stay on topic. Um, yeah, on. I'm staying on topic. Let me hit y'all with something that's also very interesting. There are a lot of um, black immigrants who are all around the world who look at African Americans as not only a beacon of hope when it comes to fighting against. Uh, like white supremacy, but they also look at us as like a source of like um, uh, like culture almost because like people don't know that American movies, you know, are always distributed, you know, like nationally. Like I have a friend globally. of mine who's- Globally, yeah, globally. Yeah, yeah, globally. I have a friend of mine who is from, well, I have several friends who are from Brazil who are Afro-Brazilians. Afro and they told me that when like Black Panther came out, the Black population in Brazil was like, uh, you know, oh my God, I, you know, I don't get to see, you know, Black superheroes, you know, whoop -de -whoop. and I'm gonna add one last thing as well. Um, even uh, I managed to talk to Robin Walker a year ago, the guy who wrote um, When We Ruled, I, I interviewed him. And he even told me, like, when, when we're talking about Black Britain, they also look at us as like a, you know, a beacon of hope. Like, they looked at Spike Lee when he made, you know, Do the Right Thing. and All of the music and stuff that, you know, that they see and that they try to emulate, they get that from us. So, you know, when these Black immigrants try to come over here and, and you know, talk all stuff on us, I'm like, hey, at the end of the day, Y'all copy my people and y'all can go somewhere else with that. Yeah, I just think like culturally it's a it's like if you come from 
uh, an economy that's says not stable, right? And let's say you taking a job for eight dollars an hour, that a, that an African American will decline, right? They may look at that as laziness, right? Because they don't understand the capitalism part of it, right? They don't understand if, if you take Thank that eight dollars an hour, to get you you you're, you're making us suffer now, because if that job is filling eight dollars an hour, they'll, they'll never pay you ten. You see what I'm saying? And we we need to make more than eight to survive. Like, you know, you can take that eight, send it back to, say, Mexico, and y'all good off that eight. We can't ship our dollars nowhere else and be good off that eight. You know what I'm saying? Our dollars got to be good right here where we are. You know what I'm saying? So so that dynamic makes shit ex- extremely complicated. You know I mean? Extremely that's complicated. A, that's, that's, a very, that's a very good point you just brought up because this is something that I try to get my friend my African friend, my Senegalese friend, Gerald, to understand. Uh, we talk about it all the time. He tells me, he just told me last week that he had to send some money back to his, back to his uh, cousin over there in, the, in Africa. And he did have the money, but he was able to send it. And I'm like, but he tells me he worked four jobs. And I'm like, well, working for jobs because you're supporting people all the way back in Africa. And the money that you're sending him is going to help him do what? Pay the bills that he needs. Yeah, yeah. Should I drop a link in the, uh, in the so chat? That is it. Really us being lazy. It, yeah, it's just complicated. Doing what you have to do for you and your family that you're taking care of. You're actually trying to get over here. Yeah, it's a different experience though. We had the same kind of argument even when we was uh when we was going, uh, I think it was me, Chef, uh Fritz, and Cedric. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they don't because the experience is different, sometimes they don't they don't identify with how we view how we view racism. So I'm saying so it's, it's, it's a disconnect. Yeah, that's yeah. the issue for me. And that'd be my biggest issue with them. Yes, you know what I mean? Like, I really, you know what I mean? I'd be like, yo, how y'all don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how y'all feel <laughs> like we making this shit up? You yeah, feel me? <laughs> but it's like, they don't got a history and better exactly. than like that right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, like, they can see Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, and it means something to them, right? But it don't mean something to them like how it means something to us. Or we, when we look at that time period, like we feel that shit. Yeah, yeah. saying it's our history. Yeah, it's the same really, way they will feel in Nigerian history. It yeah. means something to them. The same yeah. way Jews, right, who went through the whole, like they will feel Holocaust means something to them. Racism and what we went through in this country means something to us. That's a part of who we feel like we are. So we we never want to disconnect from that and act like, oh, that shit ain't nothing. Like our people actually was held back from that. You know what I mean? That shit put us back generations. You dig what I'm saying? Our grandparents couldn't do certain things and, and didn't wasn't afforded the 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 possibility to better their families because of racism. That shit directly affects us <laughs> to this yeah. day. So we're never you know what I mean? Act like that shit don't matter. You know, like, but immigrants, 
I don't think immigrants are saying that, but that's how it comes off to us. Yeah, I think yeah. they'd be really trying to say, yo, y'all have opportunity to move forward. Now, just do it. And we take that as like, yo, you want us to forget about how these, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, I, I think it's a disconnect in how they are saying it versus what they are saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. because some people you talk to, you know the intent is not malice. Exactly. You know exactly. What I'm but Africans are so direct, right? <laughs> like, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. When you talk to them, they, they, they like talk. It, it, it's like they talking down to you for having your your cultural point of view. If it don't align with theirs, they can be very condescending sounding. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But but you know, and in effect too, you know, like Africans, like like uh, I used to drive a, a, a Uber, right? Mm-hmm. If you know, like the Africans got to connect at the hotel. You know what I'm saying? Like the, all the luxury ride rockets, right? I used to drive the, uh, the SUVs, you know, the black cars and shit. So the, the, they got to connect with the African that work inside. I'll do the, I'll do the um, door service shit. So they get to park at the side and they hook their other drivers up. You know what I'm saying? Hook the African drivers up and shit with the gigs and shit. So, you know what I'm saying? So, and, and, and you know, they got they, you know, they set up their own little area exclusively and, and pretty much separate from, from African-American culture, which I don't even really have, a, I don't have a problem with, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, shit, you know, that, like, you, but and you shouldn't have a problem if we do the same. Right. You know what I mean? And, like, and I, check the move. I was in New York last weekend, right? The week, or the weekend before last. Just ran up there real quick. Me and my girl got, you know, stayed in uh, Times Square. Yeah. And she decided to not go in the bathroom and smoke, right? Yeah. She ended up smoking in the room. Yeah. Fucking fire alarm went off. <laughs> Hell I'm like, oh, we about to get put out this motherfucker, right? <laughs> so, I mean, she smoked it out. So I'm opening the window. I'm like, yo, they about to come up. Because you know, you can't turn it off. They got to turn it off from downstairs. Yeah. Next thing I know, I hear knock on the door. I'm like, shit. African yo came in there. Once yo opened his mouth, I said, this bitch ass nigga gonna put us out, yo. <laughs> I was like, this bitch ass nigga gonna put us out. Cause I like, he gonna smell it. It's no way in the world, yeah. you feel me? But yo end up being cool and that shit, t- you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So like you, like we have a, a real bad perception of each other. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it so is what it is. At first when I seen him, I'm like, oh, that's a young black dude. You know what I mean? He cool, but then when he opened his mouth, I'm like, oh shit. It's one of these motherfuckers. Let me ask the panel this. Let me ask the panel this. Do we we, uh, approach the other races of people the way we approach Africans? No, I think so. I I, I think we we go at Africans a little bit harder. Why? I think because we expect more. Why are we more open to the Arabs and the Indians and those races? That we are I, don't, I don't think it's about openness. I think we expect more from Africans, right? Because you know we, because what we push from from early Marcus Garvey, right? Pan Africanism, 
we are pupil, go back to Africa. So I'm saying, so when we come in contact with Africans from the continent, we have an expectation, uh, I guess, like, you know, like, you know, like a, like, want, you know, it's the motherland. You want love from your mom, so to speak. So when we don't get it, it's like, damn, you, yeah, you the like, last how person you carry me? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it, it hurt. It hurts way deeper than if an if Arab, like you know, you like I expect that from an Arab. You know what I'm saying? Or, or Chinese? I, I'm not that offended. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I mean? But shit, African? Like yo, man, shit. Now, I always wanted to go to Africa type shit. It's like, come on, bro. Like yeah, it hurts a lot more. Allow, allow me to interject momentarily. Go for it, man. Couple things I want to say. I might get a little long with it, but I'll try to keep it short. So uh, one. A couple months back, it was a boxing event. One of the fighters that was the, the favorite and uh, contender and all this stuff, African guy, okay? They had the press conference. And he made comments basically saying, you know, he was pure blood and he flew over here on a plane. He didn't come over here on a boat and things of that nature. <clears throat> oh, yeah, he went in. <laughs> I hope he, he got in. his bitch ass knocked out. <laughs> he almost did. He almost did. He got his ass whooped. But the point is, you know, brought that kind of sentiment to the table. Now, now, based off of what we said so far, based off of, you know, our history and, and what we've gone through as a people, would you all agree, even though our power is, is, is not consolidated power, but our influence is very strong, very powerful, makes us appear to be very powerful globally to different people in the diaspora. Do y'all feel like um, people kind of take that and, and have an issue with that somewhat? And, and, and to the point that you just made earlier, I think sometimes as far as our feelings towards African people, especially when we come in contact with them in peace and it gets contentious, you know, because of their attitudes, we have a deep down feeling that, you know, you all, partially the catalyst for what happened to us type of thing. So what, yeah, what do y'all think about out. that? In, in Maryland, right, um, <clears throat> a lot of the uh, the Africans take jobs as correctional officers, right? So being, being that's the situation, uh, most most black people in, in, in the Maryland area experience Africans when they're locked up. So those Africans are going to be in charge of them. So, you know what I mean? Like, immediately, if you meet Africans in the prison system, right, as correctional officers, yeah, they you will always look at them as being an enemy. Now, jail culture then comes out into the African-American community. It's, it's a, a, you know, the people in jail, they bring that same culture in, into uh, regular society. Like a lot of stuff, you know, you see men, you know, young African-Americans portraying, it comes out of jail culture. You dig what I'm saying? So that whole, it is crazy. Like here, I don't know if, it, if it's like that in other places, but for the most part, in the Maryland Correctional uh, Facilities, a lot of the, uh, the damn uh, correctional officers and the staff is African, so it, that that's an issue right there. You know what I mean? So I think part of that too is like traditionally, 
and along with being a police officer, those are not the jobs that the African-Americans shy away from. Like that, like that can be respectable in the African community more than it is in the African-American community. Like we might not trip, but it ain't no honor in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Like, but as an African, you can do that and you go back home to your family and in the community, like, all right, good job. I was, you know what I mean? But in our community, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm not locking my people up for a living. Like, what the fuck? Like that, yeah, that's yeah. how I would, that's how I look at, you know what I mean? Like, so so you go to your job 12 hours a day is locking black people up. Like, I don't, but like you gotta get a job, I don't knock people like, but it's, it's crazy to me, you know what I mean? It's good. Hey, can I yeah. jump in? Go ahead Montoy, what's up Montoy? Okay, what's up King? Uh, I just I only been on for like um maybe six, seven or eight minutes, maybe ten at the most, but well watching before I clicked on. Oh, shit. Uh, mental, mental, mental. What is it called? Mental, mental dialogue. Mental dialogue. Let's get with black soccer teams, man. Let's get it. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? <laughs> so I think I got uh, I want I hope I think I've got the gist of what y'all discussion. And so um I, if I and it's is it is the dialogue, make sure I got it right. It's just kind of like the differences in the dialogue between African-Americans versus Africans, like the contention and stuff. Is that kind of what the dialogue Basically, is? Basically, yeah. Okay, got it. I want to make sure I had it right. So I did, a, I did a show on this a few years ago, and we really nailed it down, and it's just really uh, missing a little history. So um, basically, the contention that exists, we're unaware of it as African-Americans, but we created it in the beginning years ago and is unaware of it. So what happens was, when America finally opened up its immigration and started allowing Africans to come here a little more, which really started somewhat in the sixties. Um, and they still was, they was still pretty restrictive on it or whatever. Um, like they would let a bunch of other cultures come here more than Africans, if you will, or whatever. But um, long, long story short about the immigration is, I mean, we understand that America is pretty, it's always kind of, um, especially, you know, as it got more established as a government, it was always in a sense, in a sense, pulling the best from other cultures to come to America or whatever, because that's to the advantage of the country. So with that said, when the, the first Africans finally started getting led in the country in the late 60s, early 70s, well, when they would come here because of, the, because of how they were different, so the Africans literally would come here and their assumption was that they would be embraced by African-Americans or Blacks or whatever we call them at the time, called at the time. So that was their assumption. Well, because they were so different and because of our own self-hatred to a degree, I'm talking about just subconsciously within the culture or whatever, a, a lot of times the Blacks would treat them the worst or whatever. Like, you know, like I, grew, I'm, I mean, I'm 47, so I'm not even talking about when I grew up. African booty scratch. Yep, exactly what I was about to go. Exactly <laughs> was about to go. we would call them that, right? Right, right, right. That's exactly where I was about to go. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine that we was hearing it by the time we was young. That had already been happening for a decade. Mm -hmm. So then the immigration started letting more Africans in. And that continued to happen for a decade. So by the 80s, when they, when the, they opened up immigration to more Africans in the 80s, they had a decade of a few Africans who had been here that they now forewarn the new Africans, the African-Americans African don't fuck with you. Mm -hmm. They don't fuck with you. So since they don't fuck with you, 
it's better that we keep to ourselves. So it's like in Atlanta, we have that contention and we'll be like, dang, the African got this whole street, you know, they got all these businesses together, whatever. He already and, knows. And we'll and we'll say, and we'll say, hey, they don't fuck with us. We're saying it 40 years removed from the fact that we created it 40 years ago. So we're looking at they don't fuck with us, but they got taught by the first 10 years of Africans who took the licks trying to embrace us. And at the time, our self-hatred was so bad that we, you know, because we joined in our community. So you know, we join each other bad. So an African come through can't speak the language and looking different, they like, oh they shit. Didn't understand go- that they was gonna get that same shit because we do it well, to ourselves. They got it worse. Right. It wasn't the same. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> it wasn't the same. It was worse. So we wouldn't befriend them. So the African would have a little white friend back then. Because no blacks would fuck with them. They was dirty. They was this. They was that. So they would, so, so that first 10 years, so now that is still the sentiment due to the first 10 years of when they first were allowed to immigrate to this country. So they now, cause here's the truth. So now they do come here and don't fuck with us. And we take it as they don't fuck with us. But the truth is we still don't fuck with them. Not now once you get past your cultural stuff and start loving yourself, you can make those relationships. But until you get rid of the own self-racism that you're going to be taught in American school systems until you start to love yourself, you don't even think to make a relationship with an African. So, so they participate in it, though? Come on, Montoya. It's all I agree with your point. I see yeah, come on now. Two different peoples. Now, so, you got to explain go their situation. Okay, I'll this okay here's that side. So what happens is so you got the first decade telling them that African-Americans don't fuck with you, which, if we're honest, is about truth. Now, here's the other thing. So you got the first 10-year decade telling, look, stick to yourselves, make your moves. So most Africans that come here come out of class situations. So they don't have a concept of racism whatsoever because everybody black where they from in most cases, right? So, so this concept of racism, they've heard about it. They're not forward against it, but they just don't kind of understand it. So the reality with the way the U.S. markets itself, most Africans are coming here because to a degree, it's the land of milk or honey to a degree, right? That's U.S. does a great job of marketing marketing itself. And so they're coming here, one, looking for opportunity. They've been told, don't fuck with us. So the only thing they know, especially now due to media being like it is, so the only thing they know, generally speaking, of African-Americans is what they see on TV. So we already know the detriment that the media does to our own children as, as African-Americans, the detriment of never seeing us in positive lights, only seeing us, as, I'm talking about with the mass media producers. Mm-hmm. So it's going to sound like I'm forgiving Africans, but the reality is we worry about the bad shit we get ourselves from mass media. You can't expect some anybody, not just Africans, anybody from outside of the United States, not to think blacks are exactly what they see on TV because outside of the United States, their media is just our movies. It's just our movies. So everybody, generally speaking, comes to America with a bad assumption about who African Americans are. Dangerous. So they got a bad assumption and they got their previous people here that says, African-Americans don't fuck with you. And we can't lie, because generally speaking, we don't. So, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm just telling 
psychologically what it is. I'm not even talking about right or wrong. If we're honest, we started it when they first started immigrating here in the 60s. But now, 40 years removed, we say the Africans don't fuck with us, not knowing it was started by our descendants before us that made the Africans not fuck with us. The first 10 years, they wanted to fuck with us, and we wouldn't. Good point. Now, now, I'm glad you brought that up because this is where I was going from the, the initial onset. I got a question. So now, now I'm posing this to the, to the panel. Hold on a second, brother. I'm, I'm, I'm posing this to the panel. Now, based off of what has been said so far, okay, how do we, on a, on a larger, on a grander scale, bridge those gaps? Yeah, I would love to talk about that, but I'll let somebody else jump in and I'll, you know, then I'll give my thoughts. I don't want to. I don't want to dominate. So yeah, yeah. I think Savio was trying to cut, but say something. Oh, American Dream back in here too. This was his conversation. Lane, Lane, trying Lane. to figure out how how poor how poor Africans got here. How what? Poor Africans. Uh, some. I mean, I I see what you're going with it. I mean, some would be refugees, but right. you know. In a lot of cases, though, you more know, more cases than not, the farmers are refugees. In more cases than not, in a lot of cases too, you're looking at uh, Africans who are on a different class level than the yeah, African yeah. Americans. Yeah, they're not they're not poor. Most of them that come here, but the ones that are definitely typically ref refugees. Okay, so so I can understand the the, the, the ones that are poor, but not the poor ones. I don't. You gotta talk louder, Savio. I swear. I, I, I'm not talking loud enough. I thought I was. We yelling. can hear you now. Going in and you out. out yo. You were going in and out. We couldn't hear you for a second. Bad. I thought I was yelling. I can't hear you now. Y'all, y'all, can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. I was just trying to figure out how the poor Africans got here. Yeah, it's usually refugees in that case. Because here's the reality: I can understand the refugees. I wasn't tripping yeah. off the refugees. Yeah, because if you go, uh, I'm in. Uh, I'm in Stone Mountain. I was well. I'm not in Stone Mountain now, but if you go, and um, especially in like Clarkston, yeah, they own that shit. Yeah, heavy, heavy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but not just them. Lot like niggas. I don't even know what they are. Like I'm like they ain't Mexican. Like, it, but that's like a heavy refugee community in that whole little area right there, Clarkston. Like, yeah, a lot of Africans over there. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they got a lot of business over there or whatever. They stay to themselves, but they got that from what happened in the 60s and 70s. And it works for them. I, 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 I can see your point. I, I can see that point. But but it, it just seemed like it's two parts, though. You know what we I mean? just can't excuse them motherfuckers. I, I can't. <laughs> I feel I like can't. we missed the part. Montoya, right, right, that's a good say, you can, you can excuse it, it, but it's no so true. It's a good explanation, and everything is always our fucking fault, yo. That's where the shit like <laughs> it, it, it turned like God damn. We stay so asshole. No, no, no. It was a beautiful point. That's what the fuck. No, no, no. It's a beautiful point you made. But I'm not gonna blame that shit on us. So we gotta take the rap for everything. How about this? As hard as that is, your only reason for not is how it fucking feels. We ain't got no, we ain't got no other explanation than that's what the fuck really happened. 
So 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 it couldn't hold have on, been. Hold that. on, so why, why, been, why, hold on. Why is it we got to come up with the explanation as to why that is? Why aren't the? Oh, so that's what the fuck happened. That's not an explanation. Hold up, that's hold up, hold up. Hold well, up hold all up. immigrants treat us like that. So now with the Africans, it's a specific, it's a specific reason that we made the African not like us. But all the immigrants treat us the same way. I said, I told you what specifically happened to the Africans. Then I expanded and said, because of how US media works outside of this country, all groups come to America thinking the same way. You can't, you can't expect the African to act different when the media only shows us in one light. Okay. It would be like, I, we say, we, we, I, brought it, I brought it home. I said, inside of America, we have to protect our own kids from thinking of black people are fucked up. So you can't expect somebody outside of America to only that, that never get to see us in a good light. Like, you know, we, you doing yeah. this show, I do my show because if anybody points their children towards in this direction, we go against the media narrative. So it would be silly to think anybody outside of America would have a different viewpoint. No, we accept that explanation, but it's the one before that. I'm saying, but I'm saying, Chef it's the one before, because before that, you kind of put, before that, you put the blame completely at our feet. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what happened when they first got here. That is what happened. That could be. I'm not even trying to put blame. I'm just telling you what the fuck happened. But I'm saying, I'm not saying that didn't happen in some cases, but you still have classes. In most cases, like, tell me, show me. You still have Americans embrace Africans at any point. But you still would have classes of Africans coming over who are who are fi financially okay, right? So who may so not be opening doors or opening their business to African Americans and just and, and, and you know what I mean and, and keeping them out. You know what I'm saying? They still so, have okay. A so so okay. So help, help me understand this. So you're saying somebody because uh, because most here's the truth. People really most most of the world never moves. Like that's the context that most people don't understand. Like immigration are usually the people that immigrate are the best of their people. So, right so now. Yep. So here it is. So help me understand that somebody, an African that can afford to come here at any point. Let's go 60s, 70s at first when it first when America finally starts letting them immigrate here to a, to a degree. So yeah, when they first probably probably in the probably gotta get to the 70s and the 60s. Yeah, late, 60s late 60s is when it starts. It's very yeah. few in the late 60s. Yeah, but very very. But here it is. I want to your point. Really, truly like the 80s. Really, truly like the yeah, 80s. So I already said that. Like, you come on, I already broke that down. I said no, the 60s saying, a little bit. The but, 70s, yeah, but, said really in the but, 80s. I said it already. The, yeah, but the 60s ain't enough but to have said, but, I, but we still have to go to the 60s to answer your question. Your but question no, is, that's I, not let, me, let, me, let me, I wanted to ask you a question. You said, what about the wealthy ones? So I want to understand the context of your question. When you say, so even in the 60s or 80s, I'll give you the 80s. I'll just let you have that. So let's go in the 80s. So when a wealthy African comes away, what about them being wealthy has anything to do with how we treat them or how we deal with them? I don't they know. Would, they wouldn't be in the hood. They would, they're not going to experience that type of. Okay. So yeah, right, right. So that yeah, wealthy African, yeah, wealthy. Okay. So here it is. The wealthy African doesn't have to live in the hood. That's real. Okay. So the wealthy they're gonna, African. They're going to get right. the gas. They're going to own right. a gas station. Okay, cool. Right. So here it is. Them, okay, so here it is. The wealthy one lives, doesn't live around us or whatever, right? All right. So all they have is just the media impression. That's all they have. 
So they, when they stand up with the good white folks, the good white folks who have a media impression of us that don't want to live near us, they just keep that thinking because they've never met. A, they're not dealing with enough African-Americans to find out we ain't what the fuck you see in the media. Hold on. So I do, you, I do you know wealthy that, Africans. You make that assumption? Who, let, let him finish, let him finish his thing. For yeah, I, I know wealthy Africans who sound just like what we you know. I'll use this. Who sound just like white conservatives, and they've mm -hmm. and they and they've been able to live in a way that they've never found out African Americans are not like they say on TV. So they get to keep the impression they got before they come here. It's still the same. So, well, so we didn't create we didn't create a moment where they're telling where they're telling their people that they got bringing over that African Americans don't fuck with you. But the initial African Americans who could live in the hood, that's what happened to them. Well, we also have to understand, too, there's some other dynamics that are at play because you have a lot of Africans who can come to the U.S. The U.S. Is, will pay for them to go to school, yeah. will allow them to have government jobs and not pay taxes. We don't have those advantages. We're from here. So that creates a little animosity when you have from those us, no. dynamics going us. on as well. That comes from us. So it still doesn't. So, I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not just trying to. Yeah. So that's our fault. Come on, man. No, no, listen to what I'm saying. Us. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying who would have the resentment in that situation? Only we would have the resentment for that. Why would situation. we have the resentment? I don't have resentment for that. Okay, because I, know okay, I understand you don't, but the oh, person that brought up that dynamic is fact. Yeah, yeah, I understand that you personally don't have resentment. Hold on, you've been talking for a minute. Go ahead, bro. Okay. I don't have resentment for that. You know what? I just found a way to. I found a way to go to school, and I didn't pay a dollar. Cool. Okay. So there's ways oh. around it. You don't have okay. to make excuses. See, that's it right there. That's our problem. I didn't make an excuse, though, bro. Stop! 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 Please, please. I've been okay. sitting here listening to you go. All right, my, go ahead, brother. And all you've been doing is you've been saying things are coming from us. It's because we have let these pictures being painted for us by these other people, and which may be true. Other people have painted these pictures for us. Now, it's our job to do our best to do what? Change the pictures that they've been that 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 they painted about us. It's our job. This ain't the time to sit here and just blame everything that's going on on us. No, no, and I'm not finna sit here and just keep allowing it. Yeah, we, we understand no, we that everybody it. has their problem. Everybody has their issue. Yeah, he building, but still let him get, I mean, it is. He gonna, building, come on, man. We let him get it. Yeah, but we gonna still on, let him get it. Ain't nobody else been, been able I'm saying, to say we gonna still let I'm him just get trying it. to get my issue off. Yeah, but he's still talking, you know, we're talking, the conversation's still around right. where the tension lies. How right. did it develop? Right. Right. It's about how, how we under look, look, we understand how it developed. It developed because we didn't because of racism and white supremacy. No, it developed and that's too it simple. developed because of racism and white supremacy. Now nah, it developed because people wanted to paint African Americans, the ones they held in slavery for those hundreds and hundreds of years, they wanted to paint them as lesser people. So they did that. We totally understand this. No Is one's it possible denying. that I can add yeah. on. 
All right, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Sika. Well, I mean, we're going to start from the beginning. It's just like it was already brought up earlier that, you know, neighboring African tribes, they had issues with each other prior to Europeans getting there. And then, of course, once the Europeans started coming into the mix, they kind of exacerbated the tensions that were already there. So it really wouldn't shock me if some of those, I guess you could say, disagreements or if one group didn't like another group for whatever reason need be, didn't still come with those people when they came to America. You know, and it's not just that too as well. It's just like what y'all mentioned earlier too with the negative image that is portrayed about Black people in the media. You know, if you want to blame us for that, okay, whatever. You know, Black people, you know, when you're not making a whole lot of money, hey, you might take that acting job. You may, even if it makes you, you got to wear blackface and do whatever else. You're just trying to survive. You know what I mean? And then, of course, we still doing a lot of that to this day, you know, making ourselves look a fool, doing all these little comedy skits and whatever else. It makes people laugh. You getting paid. It's whatever, it's whatever. But I wouldn't say that we all hate each other. People going to have disagreements and something that they don't like about whatever group for whatever reason need be. Oh, but if things get bad enough, trust me, we're going to work together because the same groups that we end up having issues with so far as whether it's Hispanic people, Asian people, um, shit, probably even the Arabs too, um, Native Americans, uh, other uh, other. African groups that are in like, whether it's the Caribbeans or Africa or shoot, even black people in Europe, you know, I mean, lit racism get bad enough, you know, we'll band together. And that's the last thing that white supremacy wants. Like white supremacy does not want Asian people to realize, okay, hey, look, these white people discriminating against black people and they dis discriminating against us. There's been times in history where we banded together with them. We banded together with Hispanics too as well, Native Americans, and there's still some, some groups today that we don't never hear about that are working together to combat discrimination, racism in America. So it is what it is. Just say, hey, some people like each some people like certain groups, some people don't. Will it improve? It may a little bit, it may not, but the more people work together, the least likely that they'll have disagreements. So, so can I, can I, can I walk? So, was it so sussy? Who's that that talked before her? I want to make I sure. Think Jama I think Jamaicans are the most um, well adapted um, immigrants into uh, African American culture. Um, Probably because they're closer to. Yeah. Uh, them and Puerto Ricans and, and Dominicans. Jamaicans, Puerto Ricans, and Dominicans are the most adapted and into other Afro people into African American culture. Like there's no denying that. Yeah, yeah. Hands can I can I can I so rock out. Right. So here it is. So some of what y'all are like we we've been through a lot of trauma. So a lot of what I'm saying has nothing to do with blame, but due to our trauma we're hearing it this way. Like and this is so so listening so like the I want to be able to say the brother that, that Savior. Was, Sabio, oh, that's Sabio. Okay, so Sabio. So I want you to, to hear the context of where I was going with the, the whoever was the brother that brought the idea that sometimes, you know, the Africans can come here and get 
you know, no taxes, get the free school and stuff like that or whatever. And that was a fair element. And when I said in that situation, I was just mentioning that when that happens, I respect that it didn't bother you and you figure out another way to get your school for free. That I went to school for free too. So yeah, African-Americans figure it out. I was just highlighting that when those type of things happen, it does add to the resentment for some of the Africans, for some blacks. Like that's a reality. I respect that it didn't do that for you, but there would there's no there's no reason for African uh, African who gets to enjoy that policy to have an issue with African Americans. And that's, that's a good scenario. point. That's a good that's, point. I got you. Yeah, yeah, so, point. yeah so, but here it is. But I want you to understand why I'm even mentioning this. And this is this is this where you'll see what I'm doing has nothing to do with blame. So when we give out that scenario, then it it behooves us to be honest that scenarios like that can can be some of the cusp of the resentment. So once we recognize that's why some of, that's not the only reason, that was just a good point that whoever the brother that brought that up. So once we're able to be honest about, oh, the resentment will go in that way, then we can be better about not having the resentment. So for me, it ain't about the blame, it's understanding the why. Once you understand the why, that's how you start bridging the gap. But if you never, Deal into the why you can't just say white supremacy made it that way. It doesn't doesn't keep like you, Sabio, who didn't get bothered by that. I definitely hear blacks who are frustrated okay. by seeing Africans who come through that process, and I would like to go to them and say, "Hey, that has nothing. Don't put that on the African. Like that has to be said. That has to be understood. We can bridge the gap when we realize one how we're seen in the media." And that once we understand, okay, they're going to be like any other person that comes to America. So it gives you context. How, where's their blame at when I just explain why Africans sees us the way they do? How is that blame us? I just said the media portrays us some way. The U.S. sends that same media by way of movies to other countries. How is that blaming the African-Americans? U.S. media puts out a narrative about us. How am I blaming, blaming black people? Let me ask you this: the, the 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 U.S. media put out narratives about did they put out do they put out narratives about Asians that they don't want to in America? Do they put out narratives about Arabs? Do they put out narratives about other races. Answer your question, yes, and yes, they do complain about it. Oh, I'm just saying. It's not that hard to find it on um YouTube. Right. Yeah, but I'm just I mean, saying. I got a couple of Asian dudes that I watch. Right. They talk about I how they're negatively like, portrayed in media. Yeah, feel, absolutely. They, they got a whole. About, they got a whole organization. They put out narratives about Africans to African Americans. Yeah, I feel. Don't get wrong. I feel. I feel the point you're making, my toy. We just, we just, we just building on. Yeah, of course. And I'm here to only build. So I'm not taking it personal. I'm trying to ask that when you hear me talk, you didn't hear me blame African Americans outside of the original. And again, that that goes. No, it just came across that way from the beginning. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. I won't even. I won't even. Yeah, I I'm not saying I came across clear. I'm not. I wanted. I wanted Sabio to understand. I wanted Sabio to understand that when we narrow the, when we get to the why, then we can have a great talk about. Oh, okay. Don't let me. Like for example, like for example, when we did this show on the Mental Dialogue show, right? When we got to these bottom lines, it made us the Africans I had on the show. And you know myself and other African Americans, we cool as fuck because once we see the why and where it comes from, we can let that shit go. 
Hey, you know, it's just uh, well, I think opening the kind of the dialogue is a little bit is a little different because like when I came, you know, I didn't even experience African culture until I came to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Because right. in Charleston, it just wasn't a, there was no African population. There was, right. You know what I mean? So when I came to Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? I'm naive in the th- like I had no idea the the, the, uh, the dynamics. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just thought, okay, the person at the store, I'm like, man, they acting a little weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I just brushed it over. Maybe he in the maybe he just in a bad mood or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I kept experiencing this, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Until I finally came, you know what I mean? Until I, until I got a uh, met an African girl, you know what I'm saying? We lived together, and then she broke down the dynamics. You know what I'm saying? And, and, right. and then, it, then it all sunk in. Before then, it was like, like, yo, what the fuck is exactly? Once she gave you the why, it changed <laughs> how you could deal with Africa. She didn't give me the toys. why. She just told me the rules. Like, yo, Africans, my girlfriend over here, and her, she can't take you back to her parents because her parents don't like African Americans, and like they would, you know, she got their clubs. Like, you know, they have their big uh, balls and stuff they go to. But so, you can't take an African American to that to that. That's Africans only, right? Absolutely. You know she just she just gave me the rules. She didn't tell like we. I don't think she didn't even know the why. She just gave me okay. the rules okay. of the way. You know what I mean? How, how to navigate? Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, that, yeah, like I said, that comes from the original. The ten, you know that first ten years of being here. That's where that comes from. Okay. I, I, like that, uh, that tells them don't fuck with us because we don't well, embrace. Them. Like, that's so what they tell me. Let me ask you this, Montoya. Because oh. you just said something that I kind of caught on. And I don't know if you um, had any type of relationship with Africans before um, that, before you said you had that sit down with those Africans. But did you have any Yeah, I, I did, I did, I did. That's did, how I got I already did, had the relationship. Did you have, did you have on any preconceived notions about those Africans based off of... Um, but you, you know, know, I already had the relationship prior to the so show. I, I, said, I, I, I asked, did you have any preconceived <laughs> notions? <laughs> About the Africans that came on my show? No, about it, about the Africans before you, the the Africans that you're friends with before they came on your show. About Africans, period. Before you befriended them, the before the ones you yeah, were of course. friends with. Yeah, well, I so told you. you so you already had preconceived notions about Africans. Yeah, when I was a kid, I said I used to call them African booty scratches like everybody else did. I told you that already. I didn't call Africans Africans booty. Scratches. I did. I, I said African I did. Americans African booty scratches. I didn't call Africans. I didn't know anything. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm sorry, my answer is yes. When I was a kid, we grew up talking bad about the Africans, is where I'm from. Well, I'm saying, well, okay, you didn't. You asked me, did I have preconceived? I said yes, when I was a kid. Like, I'm, I'm saying yes. What about, why are you not having them got it? You asked me the question. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to see, just trying to get you to see how the balance, see how, you, how, how they would have preconceived notions about us, and you have, you yeah, we both do. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I don't. I, so you nothing I said you, says we don't have. Them. So that's my point. We both have preconceived. If we're honest about what I preconceived, if we're both honest about what, there's nothing about blame. We shouldn't hear this as blame. Let's be honest. What our preconceived notions are, so that we can bridge the gap. I don't don't hear that as blame. I didn't say. I didn't say they only have preconceived about us. Hearing one part, I'm not. I'm taking it. Go ahead, Adrian. Okay. Um, I'm going to say two things in the most quickest way possible. Um, this whole dialogue that we're having with, Afri- with Afro-American 
Afro-Jamaicans, Afro-Brazilians, Afro-whatever. Afro-Africans. This can all be explained in a book that we should all read called The Wretched of the Earth. The Wretched of the Earth is a book written by a Martinican psychiatrist mm-hmm. by the name of France Fanon. That book, mm-hmm. that book talks about people under oppression. And I can't find the chapter, but I remember what he wrote. He said, under colonialism, tribalism is enforced. So we got to try to find a way to bridge the gap as Black people under, like, who is, you know, oppressing us, and then we can get somewhere. We always, African-Americans, African-Jamaicans, we never going to like each other. You know, we African-Americans know we the baddest Black people on the planet. And everybody emulates us. So we just gotta we gotta so, come together in in just that said, regard. I don't, just, let me say something. I want to understand something you just said. What was the name of so, the book again? The Wretched of the, of the Earth, Earth Francis by France Fanon. That was required reading for the Black Panther Party back in the day. Cognitive dissonance and all of that, Francis Fanon. He, yeah, he's yeah, he's the yeah, he's the he's the yeah. coin cognitive dissonance. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, but brother, um See, so, and I've had, uh, let me just uh, let me add one last thing. I'm sorry, I forgot this. One last thing. And I've also had horrible experiences with uh, Black immigrants, especially um, Africans, where, like, there's an area, I'm not going to say where I live, but um, there's a certain area where there's nothing but Black immigrants, right? And I hung around with a bunch of Black immigrants to the point to where they thought I was one of them. And so I would hear a lot of the crazy things that they would say about my people, my ethnic group, African-Americans, because they thought, um, you know, because I'm kind of dark and stuff like that. They thought um, when I finally told them I was African-American, they would be like, oh, you know, I thought you was African this whole time. Because, you know, you look like us. You don't look like them. But, you know, I've, I've had horrible experiences with Africans. So, because they thought right. I was one of them. So, y'all, need to have, y'all need to be some better Africans. <laughs> so, no, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. So, 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 so here's something you said, brother. You say, we need to read the book. And then you, you, you say, we're never going to like each other. And I'm challenging and saying the things that I'm talking about is not about accepting blame trauma makes you see you know like i had these bad experiences like we could do that all night who had bad experience with african americans and who had bad experience with africans however if we were able to say okay here are these preconceived notions and preconceived notions and this is where they come from then we actually realize oh we shouldn't have had these and now you can bridge the gap because i think there is a chance to bridge the gap but if your conclusion is we could never, we're never gonna like each other. I, I am wholeheartedly against that because I build the relationships and it's these type of dialogues of being honest about, oh, this comes from this. Oh, this pre, you know, cause we have preconceived notions about Africans. They have preconceived notions about us. But it's like, when you find the root of that preconceived notion, usually it's some bullshit. And once you, you find out it's some bullshit, you dismiss it and you have a better chance at relationships. At a relationship. Yeah, it's a long, we got a long, long, long way to go. But the long uh, way is not, not figuring out who's to blame. Yeah, definitely. Right. We know who to blame. That, that's, just, that's the thing. We, we know who a, to blame. Just, 
You know, Let's I think not even worry most, about blame. Think for the most part, Montoya, it's been like uh, no, 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 no. Blame need to be in it because we need. No, it does. We, no, it does. We need to. We need the, to know why we hate it. We need listen, to know why think, we all can't get along. I think the, we know I where think, that come from. I think the hardest part, though, has been, at least from from my experience, finding an open line of communication. That's that seems to be rare. You know what I'm saying? Because the communities are so closed off, bro. I'm gonna tell you why. So you just heard it. You, you heard you hear one person saying that we need to figure out who to blame and where to place um mo where to place the way to do. Then you hear the other person saying no. That that's that's contention. We can't come together if we can't agree on on on, on, on where the issues lie and, and where and, and where we have to go. With these issues, who we have to address with these issues. We're saying that it's on us and the people who are actually perpetuating and, and the people who are these things being perpetuated on are, are the people who are going to have to take care of them. How are the sick people going to doctor themselves? <laughs> now, so, so for example, let me like so let me give it so let me give an explanation. So here's the, here's the so let's go back to the media portrays a narrative right about black specifically in America right and so what happens is while it would be nice if we got the power right enough currently enough to get control of mass uh, mass media and put up more honest predictions of uh, honest um, honest uh, viewpoints yeah portrayals of yeah. African like, like of African Americans. It would be nice if we had that power in this moment. I'm not saying we can't ever get that power, but in this moment, I can have a dialogue with my African and bro African brother says you've only seen the movies. So because so, I can cut you right there. So Tyler Perry, you don't have any to do that. <laughs> oh no, don't bring up Tyler Perry. Oh no. I'm sorry, I so I didn't hear what you said about Tyler, Tyler. Perry. Okay. Tyler Perry. He doesn't have the ability to put on better depictions of African-American men. Tyler Perry do a good job. Listen. The wigs he be choosing for his actor, that's, that's a travesty. Yeah, that's that's the makeup crew, but check this out. Now, I mean... It, hold on, Sadio. Hold on, let me look it up, bro. Let me yeah. go ahead, Chef, bro. Check, check it out. Go ahead, Chef. A couple weeks ago, right, <clears throat> my, my uh, homegirl, she African, right? So me and her talking, and She's expressing to me how she felt hurt that it was this thing going around on YouTube where all of these people, like it's these weird Lord trends, like just start up on social media for some reason, like the crate challenge, the, you know what I mean? The water, ice bucket water <laughs> challenge, yeah, certain true. dance challenge, everybody start doing the shit, right? Now, it was this one challenge where everybody had to go out and try Fufu. Did y'all see this? A couple Fufu is like, nasty. Like last Fufu, month? Yeah. Fufu is, is, nah. is nasty. All right, all right so, so hold on, Adrian. So check the move. Now, Africans <laughs> then responded to the responses that they was getting from everybody trying <laughs> Fufu. All right? Now, if for the first time I felt what an African was saying, because white people started to try fufu 
And their responses came off as very culturally, I ain't gonna say racist, you feel me? But it was very culturally biased and degrading how they was talking about the, the Africans' food, right? And it was this one dude, African dude, who went live and he pointed that out to African Americans. He said, now, you see what these white people are doing? That's your fault. Like, <laughs> the way that they're disrespecting the culture that y'all come from, that's your fault because y'all allowed that shit to be a joke. We don't have power. No, 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 no. We started the shit. We started it. That whole, uh, the foo-foo challenge, right? Now, it wow. wasn't a lot of African American, I mean, it wasn't a lot of African, uh, what you call restaurants in certain areas, but this social media is fucking brilliant. It's Africans who make their food in their houses and sell it. So you can look online on a certain app and you can find out who making certain African cuisines, right? These And you can go to their houses and buy the food. So these people will take themselves trying fufu for the first time. And these white people were spitting it out, saying, Dang. what the fuck? This shit is disgusting. I, these African, like all, it, and, and it came across as being very um, racially biased, like culturally biased, I say that. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. like the African was saying, now, mm. I can show a hundred videos of African-Americans doing the same thing. You know what I mean? Now we get offended when the white, how do y'all think these white people felt comfortable doing that? Because they seen y'all doing that shit. So I don't want to see y'all. And then he was eating the food. He said, it, one of the things he said, he said, this shit is delicious. He was like, this is the food that made me be able to run faster and not get captured by the slave mask. Like, all of this oh, shit. Oh, it's man. disgusting. Yeah. That is the most nastiest thing I've ever had but, in my life. But see, but see, but see right see? there. And, and that's right like there. Solid that's right what he's saying. Right there. You are right there. Exactly. Allow me to interject on that, show. That is gross. Hey, Mrs. AP. Hey, man, just. Sometimes you can you can bust in, bro. We ain't tripping. Yeah. Especially if you ain't saying it in a while. Go ahead. I, I, I just try to keep you respectful. Um, it, it's interesting you brought that up because I, I haven't heard about this foo foo challenge. Mm. Um, Look it up. Look it up on yeah, YouTube. I just looked it up. It's crazy. Well, Go ahead. I'll tell you, the funny thing. First time I heard about foo foo was uh, on Good Times. Thelma had a, a, a boyfriend, eBay. If you remember that, eBay. Oh. Right. <laughs> Right, eBay wanted so, her to be one of his wives. He had six wives. eBay exactly. was a bad motherfucker. Go ahead, boo. So that's the first time I heard about it. But the second time I heard about it, uh, my cousin played with Christian Okoye with the Chiefs yeah, way yeah, back in the day, was and he had, he had yeah, Nigerian nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I never Okoye. got a chance to actually try it, you know. So, but let me get back to what I was going to say before. Now, uh, based off of all the things that we, we, you know, basically conversated about in regards to the relationship between the Africans and the African-Americans, uh, I believe that us exploring the reasons and rationales behind this is a good thing because we need 
a, a starting point to be able to get right. an understanding, okay? Right. But I think the olive branch has to be respect. I think if we can come with the respect on both sides, then we might be able to start beginning to bridge the gaps and, and sorting out the differences and the mythos from, from the realities so that we can get clear and have a better understanding and be able to move forward. Uh, but but that's one thing I wanted to say. Now, my other thing is, too, I want y'all to kind of piggyback off of that. There's another dynamic that I'm seeing and have been seeing for the last 30 plus years uh, with the African brothers coming here, primarily the brothers, uh, not the sisters, but the brothers coming here to the U.S., being indoctrinated into uh, Americanism and, and marrying white women. What, I see that a lot. about that? Marry who the hell you want. I'm just, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happens too with, with African American women. I mean, African women too, though. I think it's more, um, I think it's, you know, like I said, culturally, you know, you know how we do, bro. Serena. We wow. Hey, so, so we wow. Look, yeah, I grew man. up Muslim. <laughs> I grew up Muslim, right? Now, in the yeah. masjid, there's a lot of African families in there. Yeah. Like, so eat and all of the different things when the women would make the food, like the African food would sit there, yo. <laughs> like, like when, like, so they went outside of the masjid, right? Because to get husbands and stuff. Cause us dudes didn't go after those African girls. Like it's, yeah, it's not as cut and dry, and I don't know if it was more of a thing where, when I seen a lot of them later on in lives and you get to see them not covered up, and you be like, damn, she bad. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You don't know that until you get older, right? And people move away from their parents and they develop their own identity away from what you're, you know what I mean? So yeah. we didn't see them as attractive until we was able to see them outside of, you know what I mean, when, when they got older and stuff. So they had bodies, they were attractive. Like it was, and then from, from I say from the 80s to the mid 2000s, our standards of beauty grew in the African-American community, right? From the 80s, yeah, it the became light more African. It became more African-centered. I think, or or no, our perception of beauty yeah. broadened. That, yeah, it, yeah, it did. It broadened. Yeah, in terms you know of I mean? loving, in terms of loving our look. Yeah, and then men, 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 actually start to recognize different qualities in women, and, and you know, you see different things as as attractive. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, it it is deeper than that. But by that time. You didn't already gave a bad impression. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah, can't turn that around in the yeah, in the yeah, fourth quarter. You already, you know what I mean? And, yeah, and yeah. by this time, now, you know, white white men have already showed interest in them. You yeah, dig what I'm saying? So it's now, now you're behind. The, oh man, this is. And and we trip like 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 hey, I wonder. Chef, let me say this real quick, Chef. Let's, hey, let's, let me let me ask this though. I wonder is is it worse in from from an African perspective, bringing home a African, African American woman, 
or a white woman? Is is there is one worse than the other, or, or, or culturally is it the same? Like I, I, I wonder. It'd be worse bringing the African home, probably. Like I'm talking about for for African from 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 for an African person themselves. If they brought an African American home, I think African American would be more of a problem. <laughs> Definitely. From talking to the African, even the little African dudes that I cut, right? These are Africans over the No, no, even the little African dudes that I cut, they all deal with African women. They they in college, everything, and they grew up in the same areas as I did, but they got their own cliques, right? Now, they might have sex with African-American women, right? But even where they party at is different. You know what I mean? They're more into college shit than African-Americans are. You know what yeah. I mean? So they got their own cliques and stuff that they, yeah. It's, yeah, and they had that, they got the so, little ball so, and stuff where they all uh, meet up, like a banquet yeah. shit they do. Yep. Yeah. And cotillions and different we things. We ain't got that. no Africans on here? Huh? We doing this dialogue without any Africans? Oh yeah. We need some, I know, I wish we did have some on here. Oh yeah, because I don't know what the hell y'all talking about. Y'all need to see the <laughs> And I ain't talking about just my show. I did this more than once. Y'all definitely need to listen to the stuff. I ain't talking to no Africans about Africa. That don't even sound right. Y'all know that. Look, I'd rather have my misguided view of them. Hey, it's comforting, of course. Yeah, definitely. I ain't got time to listen to them. That dumbass. Like, like I'm saying, because I'm saying, I'm telling you this not because I know these are things that were eye opening for me listening to Africans, right? So, like, um, the, the guy that helped me bridge the show that went very well because I did it twice. The first show wasn't as productive as this. Is this this one was? This has been about three or four years ago. It's actually in my top twenty all time shows. Is this one about? It was the question was, what do Africans think of African Americans? So that's when I brought this dialogue. I had two Africans on, two myself, uh, African American professor who marry a Ghanaian woman. So we had a lot of good perspective. And so, I, so some of the stuff I'm breaking down to you, I got from the professor. So this ain't even my, like I can't even take claim for some of the shit I broke down to y'all. He broke down the immigration shit because I didn't know that shit. But anyway, back to like the one, what he broke down. His, oh, his he, wild, he wild, man. He wild. Because Joe put it on us. Because he wanted to marry a goddamn African. That's he didn't put. You keep taking it that way. He didn't put it crazy. <laughs> like you Go didn't ahead. know. Like stating what it is is not putting no blame. Y'all, y'all, y'all are looking for something that's not not even being. No, no because it's their perspective. Us. He took the African's perspective of the the uh hey. the disunity. So you like, are that's you already. You can, the African gonna say it's not their fault. You knew what I said before you knew what I was saying. You jumped on African booty scratches because you know this is what we were doing. Yeah, but we called each other African booty scratches, though, Montoya. That's just a running joke in the black community. African booty scratches. We damn so called nappy headed. That came in our culture. We call each other nappy headed. Yeah, we like so. You name something that we say about Africans that we don't say about each other. You admit it. That's all we do is joan on each other. Talk about niggas, mamas. So you think the Jamaicans in our community don't get it? You think the Puerto Ricans don't get it for the way that they talk? Like everybody get it. So, so you don't understand them thinking that they came here looking to embrace us. They don't come from that culture. And so they don't when, be embracing when, us when they come over here. The, 
You so, taking the perspective that they came here looking to embrace us. I don't believe that wholeheartedly. <laughs> but that's your perspective that they just came over and open arms. Here, African American, hey, you your long lost African brother, accept <laughs> me. Then we said, no. Nah. They said, all right, well, we don't. No, it's not our fault. What? Well, so, so, so if we did that, what do you, I don't care about the fucking fault, though. Where you, why is that the focus, Jeff? Because it got to be because you're putting the blame on us. You're saying initially, right, this we professor and his African so, wife so you said that the, the disconnect not comes from African-Americans being African-American. So so if they came over here not fucking with us, you just, you just, Africans was terrorizing me when I lived with them. But you young though, you 20 years you old. Right. I'm 22. I grew up with a whole. Right. So he's saying it already happened, and um, yeah. um, Adrian, before you. Yeah, you suffering the backlash. Yeah, from you suffering the backlash right. from what he said. 40 years old from what happened when they initially immigrated. Right. It, it don't. It, it don't. It don't matter. They about my. It does age. matter. It changes the context. They, they, they don't come over here and embrace, and embrace us. I, I go to a, a, a HBCU and it's nothing but Africa. It's, it's it's, we have like a, a, a we have a group of Africans that go to my HBCU and guess what? They don't embrace us. I said that's the case. That's the thing. I was saying how they. But, but you it. keep blaming. You keep blaming us though. Like we just can't. Like they coming over here. Like I'm an African brother. Like like no, Chief said. No, they're and, not. And, 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 and they tried to hug us. I make and it clear. They don't like that. They, they, they come over here and not scratching. fuck with us now. No, I don't know about... how much clear I can make that. Yeah, yeah. They've been I mean, told don't fuck with us when they come over here. We've been told I mean, not to mess with them either. Yeah, I mean, because you know, like the, the the bad image goes both ways, right? Because I remember watching Bugs Bunny cartoon, and right. they had the African nigga trying to eat Bugs Bunny and shit. Right. right. That's the bunch <laughs> of shit of why. It's, it's us hating our roots that made us yeah. not embrace them in the first decade of them yeah. immigrating. But they don't know their yeah, roots but, either. Yeah, but it's all you know. But I'm saying it's images being go, it's images going both ways. Exactly. It's a bad, yeah, a bad perception of the us going out to driving it. Right. The narrative yeah. is driving it. So they don't know why we got to take blame when the when whoever just spoke is pointing. The narrative is driving the bullshit. Well, well see the reason, the, the reason we got on blame is because you said. It was our fault in the beginning. So the minute you made that statement, okay. you laid blame down. So, so once that's you, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. That's very fair. I respect that. So I'm really trying to get to how do we bridge the gap now? It's like it to me. What like on that show? <laughs> we bridge the gap is because it was like, okay, this is the bullshit that we both bought into that doesn't apply. Once we both understand that there's a chance to bridge the gap. We just need to bridge the gap under who's oppressing us, for real. That, they don't that, feel like I they're think, being oppressed. Yeah, right. I so right. Is, I mean, you see that? That's, see, that's not an issue for them. That's the thing we got to tell them, because they think, like, if that's you like, ask an African, they going to think it's corruption and poor leadership, but they don't know, you know, that that's coming so, from the so West. You don't have to tell them that. What happens is you allow their context to be what it is based on their class race. So you have to accept theirs. We don't have to put on them what they feel like they're not experiencing because to a degree, once again, here's something else about being an immigrant. The reality is, is I'm coming up for step. So I'm not going to sidestep. So I'm going to stay on the point. So what happens is we don't have to tell them that. You have to respect that that's not how they see it. Once I understand that, 
then I know I don't I don't have to spend dialogue on that part for them. Well, well we can bridge. We so we have to figure out another place to bridge because it's going to be very hard to understand something you don't think you see. I don't have so me spending time. That's going to be a waste of time trying to explain. Like for example, like here, there's um some there's some Nigerians here that's doing a goddamn thing. They don't fuck with us, right? Or whatever. <laughs> but if, if I spend time trying to tell them about some racism in a country they love like a motherfucker because they didn't blew the fuck up here, that's a waste of that's a waste of time. <laughs> waste of time. Yeah. But what I can do is learn, get to know them, build a friendship, and now be allowed in their network. We, we gotta that's social it gotta be it gotta be a respect though to, but, but to the, the forefathers who laid down the foundation for them to come and make money like like we never really got that from that from from a culture like you know what I'm saying like we, you know what I'm saying we never got that 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 type of embracement like yo we we appreciate African American, the struggle that the forefathers did, what Martin Luther King did, and we know we wouldn't have been able to do that. We are without Most of us don't know that yeah, our, our, without our blood being spilled. A lot, you know what I'm saying? We never got that. Right, 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 right. So what happens is, what happens is, the people that are able to have the like, for example, the dialogue, they can say that, and that's unique. But it ain't most Africans. Like, like, and those Africans try to explain to other Africans. Yeah, the only reason you can get that scholarship is because of, of your black Americans. So it ain't enough Africans that say that. You're absolutely right about that. But I'm just, I'm just saying, like the, the I'm like the fact that we even, I didn't even know there was no Africans on here. Like that just, like we're trying to stay in a silo to even do this discussion without them. Oh, it just, so, it just sprung up, it just sprung up out of nowhere. We, we, that's we, real. Okay. I I, I think it was American Dream. I think you brought yeah, it. Yeah, Monday Night Man. It was over. American Dream. Yeah, he'd be all over. He, he I'm sorry, said, what's your American Dream? Yeah, he He's said something about culture was trash, and then we started, then the shit just spiraled. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I understand. Yeah, I can understand it. That makes sense. Yeah, it just popped up. See, I can jump out of, once y'all tell me the context, I understand. And this is, but we know, but, yeah, but, it, but it expanded too, because you know it wasn't just Africans. You know, it was kind of like just, how outside cultures look at our our experience different because they didn't live it. Yeah, and of course, That's, and, and that makes sense. Yeah, because we even talked about we even talked about the UK, right? The way they the way they see it is different too. Like we know they're not being malicious, but they just don't. We can't agree. We just can't. We can't agree on the circumstances how, how we feel. Like they right. think you should be tripping like that. Right. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, like, let's get into the psychology of how that makes sense. So for example, when African-Americans repatriate to other countries, they all do their goddamn thing. For example, even, and the reason why is because you're not gonna be held down. Like for example, let's say you got a decent amount of money and you decide to go live some in a country within Africa, right? So if you have, you know, again, you have a decent amount of money and you go live inside that country. So um, they may have a tribal issue or a class issue in this one area. When you move there, you don't know about either issue. So if you've been raised with this tribal issue or this class issue in this certain area, well, you understand that if I go to this other side of town and try to do business, 
that's not going to work out for you because you are aware of the class issue or the tribal issue for why you can't. You as the African-American, you navigate between both because you don't even have no idea, neither are you, are, and you are not of either tribe. So you have the freedom to navigate both areas in a way that same African would not. So that's just what happens. Like it's, so that's the reality of immigrating anywhere. And so it's, it's, it is a difficult dialogue, and and most of us, if, if, if we haven't traveled, we don't understand it when somebody tries to explain what their issue is in their country. It's harder to understand. So you know what we have we are? why they have trouble understanding our viewpoint. Yeah, what did you say, Lana? You, you know what tribe we are? Yeah. We part of the tribe of Shabazz. We part of the African American tribe. No, we the tribe of Shabazz. No, man, we the African American tribe, and we the baddest tribe on the planet. (laughs) I can't get no amen on that. Come on now, I gotta get an amen on that. We We the tribe of Shabazz. I know. I know some Africans. We can't go European without them. I know some Africans. Everybody emulate us, man. We they they everybody listen to rap. We we are the yeah like I can everybody emulate American culture yo that's, yeah we can't say we the best I would say we the best on the planet I do agree that we do we do have a lot of influence I think I think that's I mean uh, you look at the George Floyd incidents I think you can see our influence work globally you know what I mean that's American media's influence so so let me get American yeah. media push that so let me yeah, give it yeah yeah but too but I think I think the uh. I think they identify though, because even when you even when you look at Africa, like you know, they may have they have murals up to like Tupac and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like oh, they yeah, connect, definitely. yeah. You know, and, and like they got like a they, they like like dudes say too. They also emulate the Black Panthers in, in like South America, parts of South America. So they, too. they they do recognize the the, the struggle with a sense, and, 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 and you know, because they but because, that's America's you know, media dominance. Y- y'all yeah, don't get that. Ooh. But at the same time, too, Chef, where else on the planet can an African American exist and, and do as do as well? If, if if America ain't number one, what what what, what would be number one? <clears throat> oh, African Americans do their thing. Anywhere, like France is France is the best place to be for African Americans right now. Believe it or not, and there's huh? a couple. Yeah, like France fucks fucks with African Americans like a motherfucker. They're they doing what? African. They, do. they fuck with African Americans. What's the popular? Man, they do well out there. Because oh, I, I got, like, cause I got you know, friends that love that shit. Because because you know as far as you know because I, I know I do, shall I do agree with the media part, but you know they look at the African Americans as they change their condition where they are, even though it ain't even though we don't see it as right. Because we no, that, that that's because our media pushes. <laughs> think about it. All right, if 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 uh if America media promotes an athlete, right, he'll become worldwide because of America's media's do- dominance, right? So you'll get a person like say Muhammad Ali, right? <coughs> America media, he'll be known all over the world. You dig what I'm saying? You'll get a Tupac. His, yeah, you know I mean, America media is able. Their media is able to project water, right? Yeah, I agree. Then everybody also, it seems like, you know what I mean? It's a uh it's a it's a um uh F1 driver, right? That's black. I think he's from Italy. 
or some way the best F1 driver in the world is a black dude. But us African-Americans don't know nothing about him. What is, He's what, like F1? a global fucking star. He's the <laughs> best F1 driver. He's a black dude. African-Americans know nothing about him. Just showing F1? you how closed in we are. You yeah, feel but me? Chef, though, but Chef, look though, yeah. when they actually F1. get to America. What's F1? They, their experience. You, you don't even know what F1 is. But I'm saying, yeah, yeah, we yeah. talking about NASCAR, like we're, I mean, NASCAR. Yeah, yeah, he's a race yeah, car yeah, driver, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but he's not, the F1 greatest. F1 is the, um, is the um, you know, the the real lowdown with the wheels out. Yeah, you know? yo, yeah. this dude is a megastar, and he's black, and African Americans don't know who he is. If he walked past us on the street, you right. dig what I'm saying? Yeah, I did. Yeah, Chef, you're on point with that. We wouldn't yeah, know, but little, if but he was African American. If he was African-American, oh, he, we would have thought he was the greatest thing since sliced bread, right? You're talking about Lewis, Lewis Hamilton, yeah. Oh, that's his name? Yeah. See, I don't even know the nigga name. Just show him. <laughs> <laughs> your point, right, yeah. like, but listen, your point. <laughs> but, but, but listen, though, but but even though we do have that, that media portrayal, we actually change the dynamics so when they do come here, you can prosper. Like they yeah, know you. Done you, that. Yeah, and, they, and then, like yeah. I said, we like you can't. We, we can't say the same. We can't say the same about Brazil. But we can't say the same about Brazil. And they got a larger African American population there. Yeah, but their did. media influence. It ain't. They they're not no, able. But I'm so, saying. But I'm saying. Their stars are not being able to be rejected. No, no, you know what I mean? Saying. So it ain't like our culture and we the greatest <laughs> black people. No, we live no, in the no. greatest. No, uh, but that's not mass what I'm saying. media. Yeah, but that's the, uh, of our era. So yeah, that's why I, it seems like African Americans are the greatest black people. Yo, we're no, no, we're the saying, victims of saying, American. I'm not, I'm not you know saying, what I mean? Media shit, and, and, and it's, 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 uh, it's um it's um it's blowing up our ego or who we think yeah, we I'm are. I'm not saying, no, I'm not saying, I'm saying the greatest. I'm, I'm, that's Lionel, I'm not saying. I'm saying our impact as far as, far as on a government. That's from media position, too. Right? No, 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 that's real life. Like, 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 in other words, we, forget media. If we, if we go to a Brazil, our uh, experience and the way they live in Brazil is not the way that that the, the African American population there has not been able to change the dynamic of that government the way that we done here, and you can't and that's and, and no other place is like that. The African Brazilians so, can't even do it. But media does that. Just think about it. No, I understand the media. Do, do we have do we have an equivalent to Nelson Mandela? Do uh, Doctor? Do African Americans have an equivalent? To Nelson Mandela, no, we don't. Dr. King, no, it's not. They're not equivalent to Nelson Mandela at all. You can't even hold. They can't even hold a candlestick to him. You know what I mean? But to us, okay. How? How? Why would? Why would you think? Why would you say? Why would you say that for us? So I can get some clarity. Why would? Why? Why would I say that? Is because apartheid, right? in South Africa was more oppressive, right? At, at the time of um, Nelson Mandela, right? As Jim Crow was, it was more oppressive than Jim Crow, right? Um, I disagree. What? 
All right, cool. I'm, 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 we gonna fight that part right yeah. now. But, but go yeah. ahead. They go they ahead. were both bad, but yeah. well, once you look at it, a nigga would take Jim Crow in a heartbeat over apartheid South Africa. The shit that they, yeah, like both horrible. I'm not saying you dig what I'm saying, but Nelson Mandela come out of that system, being in prison for over 30 years, right? And then became the president of fucking South Africa. Like, yeah, this but nigga was a terrorist. Hold though. on. He was the equivalent of, of Osama bin Laden, of Osama bin Laden right? <laughs> and then became the president to that same, yo, this nigga is a rock star beyond He's in South Africa, where the population is majority African, versus Martin Luther King in a society where the population is a, the African population is a minute sector. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so the the, the 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 type of people he had to galvanize was way more. Uh, uh, I would say, I, in my opinion, you was, think the whites in South Africa was playing with them black people? They don't have the numbers. They Did they ever need them? Uh, I mean, that that matters. So they, you they telling me they right held back they, all over that they needed the damn numbers? Yeah, I, I think that I think the numbers play a part. You can't say the numbers don't play a part. Do you know how but, vicious but, they were. But even uh, when we look at the Mandela situation, Chef, like how much of that was political? Huh? Huh? How much how, of, how much of it was political? Yeah. What making him the president? Yeah, <sighs> it was very political. Come on, man! It was you very political. It, I agree. It was with a that. cool temperature. That shit was getting away. They they needed the cool temperatures down. You know what I'm saying? So you but, acting uh, like Nelson Mandela wasn't that dude? See I what we doing? Hate, see what I'm saying? You may see you making me hate see, on no, Nelson because Mandela. you're doing it to yourself. <laughs> so. I don't like the way you make me try to go at Nelson Exactly, you like you this. doing it to yourself. You you you, you, you down level them MLK, bro. I got to step up for MLK. No, I'm not. I'm just showing you that yo, you have Africans right and other black people, and, and the freedom struggle that was greater, but no, we don't want to hit. I say because great. we think we're the shit. I Can't nobody great. be better than that? I'm telling you, Nelson Mandela is greater than MLK. We don't want to hear that shit. Nah. See? Well, <laughs> I, I ain't trying to hear that shit. You're right. I ain't trying to hear that shit, bro. Like, Nelson did. <laughs> if if how Martin how, Luther King, how, when he got he get out of jail? Birmingham how prison, let's how say Martin Luther King would have did 30 Shut years up. in Birmingham prison and they wouldn't let him out in, in that, right. uh, 60 days. And yeah. he came out after 30 years, right? And became president of the United <laughs> States. Then we got something to talk Shut about. Up. If they would have put MLK in jail for 27 years, that nigga wouldn't getting out on the 28th year, nigga. They don't fucking play like that shit, nigga. You see him on Lawrence life. You don't get no <laughs> chance like that. They had to let that nigga go, bro. Who? Why they let him go? Why they let who go? Nelson Mandela. Because international pressure, African Americans and everybody else. Uh, you know what I mean? Older. Yeah, definitely. Who? And uh, he was older so you too. mean so? So we played a part in? 
Right? Yeah, Call yeah, him out. Yeah, we definitely uh, played exactly. the part in it. Exactly. Good yeah. saying. So, saying. So we played, right? Calling out the companies that were funding the apartheid. All the different. I think, yeah, I definitely. Think, I think, I think definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. So we played. So we played a role even in in in, in our Mandela. You understand? Like, no, I'm not saying that we didn't participate. You know what I mean? In that, I'm not saying that. You know what I mean? Like, but yo, he was. Damn, Macaruso and Mandela was a sellout. I'm like, right. wow. See, we go too far. It, it's niggas yeah. that call Martin Luther King a sellout. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They be yeah. chipping with that. Yeah. Thing, Everybody King gonna always say that, yo. Like it's <laughs> Dr. King kind of admitted that himself, though. It was it, man? Dela was a sellout, But I know I, I said niggas said that shit with MLK too. I be that should hurt my feelings. I be ready to swing on niggas about this. Shit. I mean, Dr. King kind of admitted that about himself. Nah, you tripping? Nah, you tripping, bro? Why just because he said the shit about, just because he said the shit about a burning house, that don't mean he was a sellout, bro. He just made a comment about the burning house. He just may have had some regrets about some decision he made, but that's human, bro. But he, he never implied that he was a goddamn sellout. Nigga. He always was, he always was for black people, bro. Making a move for black people. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he, it may not have been exactly what you want, but his his motive was always for the betterment of black people. But he I still said I integrated my people into a burning house, though. Yeah, talking about the political system. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that, yeah, that's different. That's right? a political statement. Yeah, nah. he told a man guy. He, he admitted he was a sellout. Nah, he, yeah, wow. he said Martin Luther King admitted he was a sellout. <laughs> man, who said that? Man, who the hell said that shit? Man, hey. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Monday night madness. Monday night madness. So that brought me back out to sleep. Hey, uh. <laughs> Mandela That's the most worst slavery is a choice. Uh, Ain't nobody going mad tonight. Uh, Mandela or Martin Luther King? What? Man, both of them, man, this nigga, this nigga did 20 years in prison, yo. Impact. Guys, you a sellout. He did 40. Impact. No, no, no. Not a sellout. Who? Impact. Martin Luther King or Nelson Mandela? Like Chef oh, said, Ma- Nelson Mandela is greater than Martin Luther King. No, not in America. He not. I'm talking about globally. Just whatever he just did, their works. Oh, Martin Luther King worked for Martin Luther King. Everybody, the whole world went with Martin Luther King, yo. What? Yeah, that what he did was the greatest thing, the single one thing to do. See, see America showed the world. Nah, I'm telling you, around the world, yo, it was the world put pressure. So you telling like, me, Martin, that, yeah, yo. that Nelson Mandela is not a bigger uh no. Oh God! See American no. media. You see what I'm saying, y'all? Nah, y'all. You know I'm saying we don't even know the greatest uh, Look, race Bruce car driver. When Mandela got out, he had no power to change nothing. For the Hold fact. on, the greatest race car driver in the world is black, and African Americans don't even know who he is because he's not from the United States. Mm. What? Yeah, I don't know about that, yo. You bugging? I'm telling you, yo, we're talking about Nelson Mandela and Martin Luther King on the world scale, and y'all African Americans are saying Martin Luther King. But why wouldn't they? In South Africa, they saying Mandela. No, I'm saying worldwide. We talk okay, Mandela. So what they worldwide? What they saying worldwide, yo? Mandela. Why? Because what that, he's Nelson Mandela. The okay, nigga spent 30 years in jail, came home and became the president. 
He was a no. goddamn terrorist. He went to jail for being a terrorist in the country against the government that he was fighting. Shepard, you agreed them making him president was a political move. He didn't force his way in like it was a political play. Yeah, what? man, Martin Luther King lost his life, man. Mandela ain't lose his life for that. Man, you know how many times they tried to kill Mandela? So what? He ain't get his head blown off, you, yo. Because oh he was a, he was a real fighter. Nah, you tripped. He actually put in work. And yeah, he was whatever. a boxer. He threw them hands. Mandela was a serious nigga. Y'all need Martin to go Luther read King. up on him. Man, Martin Luther King was a preacher. Yo, Baptist preacher, yo. Man, nobody trying to hear that shit. Hey, Mandela was a fucking lawyer. I mean, come on, man. Nah, I don't know, man. All leaders gotta be uh, martyrs. Yeah, man, man, Martin, like, man, uh, no resistance, bro. Like, you got to his, the way that he did it was so powerful, bro, impact, impactful. And then you even gotta admit, did he, even you admit, Chef, that the, the presidential prey was uh, political. And he did that with the help of African with African Americans here, putting pressure yeah, on them abroad. Yeah, yeah. So y'all really, y'all really saying you tripping, that yo? You tripping? Martin Luther King Jr. is a greater is as a greater a more greater figure than Nelson Mandela. I don't mind impact. His impact of what he did. Impact. More impactful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, could they oh, be the man, same man. though? No. No, they can't are be the same. Oh, you tripping? They can't be the same. <laughs> the same. I just so in your mind, yo, you ain't got no evidence to back that. You I just, just, I, that I just because, showed. Let me ask you the chair. Did he? Did he have? Look at the accolades. The accolades speak for themselves. What are y'all talking about? Was he sentenced to twenty-seven years? Oh, right. Was was twenty-seven years his sentence? I think he was just locked up for life. <laughs> exactly. If yeah, Martin, I think he now, wasn't Martin Luther out. King was locked up for life, you think they let that nigga out in America? Nah, nope. Hell no, that nigga. That nigga dying that month. <laughs> no, my point is, my point is that he was a damn freedom fighter before he went in, right? How much time he, he put in work for he winning? He spent twenty seven. Oh my god! How much time he put in work oh for he winning? Uh huh. How much time he put in work though for he went in? I don't know. Let's look it up. No, I don't think he put in work that long for he snatches his ass up. He's crazy. He was old as shit when he got out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> but he know he was a lawyer and all that shit. For, I mean, I gotta look up that. You gotta be yeah. good. We gotta mean it. Meaning he fight. always was fighting. Let me get Nelson Mandela with this, but I gotta look at look at shit. Yo, y'all really dug in Nelson Mandela, yo. And look at the chat. The chat actually calling Mandela a sellout. Yo, we are crazy, yo. We are crazy people. What what people would call their greatest heroes sellouts and shit like that? This is. Wow. Like, no whole barge, yo. Yeah, Monday Night Madness, bro. These niggas ain't played no game with bro. Nigga to told me I've been on live too long because I'm giving Nelson Mandela his credit. Why wouldn't <laughs> I? Why wouldn't I? Like, what? <laughs> I'm wrong. Look, I'm wrong for giving Nelson Mandela credit. Unk just came on here earlier 
and said some shit about Darwin and slavery. <laughs> and I give Nelson Mandela credit and y'all giving me Phoebe. Y'all got the Oedipus complex. Oh, the, what? <laughs> The the personality of worship. Yeah, so I've seen that shit on Baby Boy. <laughs> yeah, you got that Oedipus complex, Jody. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm talking to Jody right now. Y'all, y'all, y'all <laughs> niggas got the Oedipus complex. Hey, put the him Oedipus in that like big rage, like <laughs> Yeah, that's what these niggas got, B. <laughs> I'm trying. I gotta put that Mandela shit real quick. This nigga saying he got the Oedipus complex, dog. This shit's hilarious. Yeah, see, they say amid growing domestic and international pressures and fears of a racial civil war, right? Because in Africa, like I said, the population they had the numbers. So, in fear of a racial uh, pressure and a racial face of a civil war, is when they release Mandela. That's the political play, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, just kind of similar to the goddamn um, what people say about Barack Obama at the time. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, they put they put him in play to 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 quell uh, temperament during that time period. During that time period, so you can't. So it's his rise of presidency uh, wasn't necessarily a, a path that he that he developed on his own. He was locked up and put away with. They figured, you know, we can we can use Mandela as a way to quell uh, the, the attitudes and, and the aggression that was already the, the the pressure was already mounting in South Africa. So, I so mean, was that not the case for uh, Martin Luther King? Martin Luther King did that shit. Off, off, was he was he, he got out of more in in greater society because of um, you know, political pressure? But he got it. But that was, was political that. pressure more of a reason why MLK was chosen over other um leaders? So the same thing could be said. Ah, but Ma- Ma- he did it out. He did it himself out the mud, getting his head fel- and Thelma and shit like that. Like he was in it, doing it, putting the pressure on the people himself. Go so, on, so hold me. on. So you saying Mandela wasn't? He was put away, shit. He was already yeah, done. but before he was, he was a away. damn terrorist. I know, he but he was blowing was up buildings. They was blowing up buildings and shit. You acting like that man wasn't putting in work. I'm not saying he didn't put in work, but they had already locked him. He was already put away, locked in key. They ain't even had to deal with that nigga no more. They they, no, and from jail, he was an issue to deal with his jail. wife. They had to deal with his wife. They had to deal with his wife, Winnie. Because yeah, but you can't credit Mandela for what Winnie did. That's we talk about Mandela versus not, now you try to break the leader. Winnie went crazy. Let's be honest. <laughs> Winnie was killing every goddamn body. Hey, but Winnie, but hey, but 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 part of that shit was, was her role though, putting that pressure on that nigga. Martin Luther King did it out the bud by himself, bro. That was just MLK what? nigga. No, he didn't. Is y'all crazy? What? Do y'all know who Martin Luther King had behind him? Who? Yo, the nigga had fucking uh uh what was his name? Um fucking Thurgood Marshall in them. He had the NAACP. Like yeah, he did, but he was out there. He was out there in the mud himself doing this shit. The when they had a whole team of lawyers. Like it wasn't. 
It wasn't a one man show like y'all. Nah, I ain't, I ain't, you know, y'all want to like believe, that. yo. Like, no, nah, I ain't never a one man show. Ewan Mandela ain't a one man yeah, show. Yeah, so come on now. We acting like Dr. King. I'm just saying, like, he was, was pushing the there. civil rights bill. No, yeah. these was lawyers and, nah, nah, and, and goddamn like, political strategists who yeah, was it's, really it's doing that shit. He was with the ANC. It's a whole organization behind his name. But I'm right. saying, MLK Niggas was. show up when the cameras come on. A lot of people. Now, let's be honest. He was claimed, yo, the, the grassroots people was putting in the work, and when the cameras and shit got there, they would say Martin Luther King would show up and steal the oh, thunder from local leaders. I'm saying this was what his contemporaries were saying. I know you we live in the world. Are you saying Al Sharpton? Yeah, I'm saying Martin Luther King was pulling an Al Sharpton. This what they were claiming at that time. Tell me where I can find that. I want to. I want to. I want to look at all of the local leaders who used to say it. Oh, I, no, but I want to read it. You got to tell me because so, right so, so, so in all of these cities, Martin Luther King wasn't from these cities that they was marching at. Y'all know that, right? Y'all know it was grass uh, group leaders Selma, that was putting those shit together. He went from Selma either, but he was there. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let's be fair. Go ahead. There was a blueprint based on the circumstances of the movements that was in these areas that had these issues. Mm -hmm. They made a standardized blueprint. They trained the people. They had schools and shit. They organized. Talk that shit, yeah. They had a whole system. They would go to these schools, these mm -hmm. people in these areas, like in Tennessee, the one that was in Tennessee, I forget the name of it, but it was close to Chattanooga. They would go down yep. there to get their training. Fast Action Network. Go ahead. Yeah, it was similar. And then they would leave. They would come back to Nashville and do the damn demonstrations. It was like that in all these southern states. Mm -hmm. So they set these organizations up. And of course, King and other influential leaders, they would make their rounds at these schools, make sure the training was up to date, make sure they was on par, deal with whatever funding that needed to be dealt with. They did what they needed to do. Um, yeah, same thing, they, with, same thing with Thurgood Marshall. When, when yeah, sport, when yeah. Was so they, they was hella organizers, yo. And King was King was instrumental in those organizations. But I could see you saying some people would get a little upset because of the thing. But they shit, they had a system in place, and that they, shit was. And they figure when the cameras got there, that's when this nigga would show up. <laughs> After they put in all of the work, right? You gotta, they you wasn't getting credit for that shit. That. Martin Luther King got credit. For a lot of people, work. I'm not saying that he wasn't I'm instrumental, in. but when people put in a lot of work like that, yo, yeah, they gonna feel some type of way when you Who show up that? when the cameras get there and the main speech goes to you and the national credit is given to you. I mean, it's because we talking I about mean, real people, yo. I mean, because he he he's the voice. Well, that's what you're saying. Like, I mean, he's it, gonna, it's, I mean, it's, he's it's gonna easy gonna to say that shit now. <laughs> But I'm saying, even like, I, I just I just recently watched Thurgood Marshall, the Thurgood Marshall, the movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, the NCAA would 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 send him around place to like that. You know, what I'm saying to go deal with these with these big cases and shit like that. Like that was his that was his role. You know what I'm saying? To 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 be you know what I'm saying to be that that cog when 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 black people needed to be there. But of course, he wanted those big cases. You know what I'm saying? Because 
that's the chance to put the, the whole the movement on the map to, to put the face of injustice on on a map and on a big stage so whenever you get that moment you want the biggest megaphone you got and at the time came with that megaphone but that still don't deny the work that he was putting in himself though but when people call al sharp and then jesse jackson and them out for the same shit nowadays Nah, ain't the same. Oh, so now it ain't the same. That ain't the same. That, that's the wild part. Nah, Sean talked about how Sean talked about organization and training niggas in certain areas for those resistance movement like that. Ain't that's no that ain't that. local leader gonna get you more uh media coverage. Yeah, now nah, Al Sharpton yeah, right yeah, now. That, yeah, that's that's oh they God. say they say goddamn Al will come around there for a little while, do his thing, and that nigga gone. He ain't sticking around. <laughs> if we, listen, if None we about shit, to dude. put on a march, if we if we about to put on a march, think about it. Follow me here, y'all. We about to put on a march. All right, we didn't organized everything. That don't mean that national media gotta show up. You know what's gonna make the national media show up? When Martin Luther King say, I'm coming to the rally. Yeah? Because the media follows him. You, you see what I'm saying? Now, these the people th these people been marching for two months without Dr. Martin Luther King and everything. They, they didn't brought their local town to its <laughs> knees. They didn't stop business. They didn't took time out their lives. Some of them lost their fucking jobs. And they doing all of this, right? And then Martin Luther King show up, and then he get all of the credit for it. And you think that all that Yo, stuff is done out there without, without them contacting Martin Luther King, without him knowing, being in the loop, or his people's going down there too to to interact and, and, and be a buffer? You think George that Floyd thing get choked out? Al Sharpton show up. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we can't get yo, hey, yo, yo. yo. <laughs> all right, so I did I did this like two years ago on the Mossy Warrior Clan, it's called the Highlander Folk School. If you look up that folk school, that's pretty much the institution that I was just describing. I had to go look look back up the name of you it. You just dropped all. it in the back chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's a little presentation, it's not long. I think the little thing was like 20 minutes. So um, in that 20 minutes, I basically, you know, kind of covered a little bit to show people how they was organizing and how they were building and, and, and and orchestrating themselves to a degree. Now, when they needed supplies and things of that nature, they had to, you know, communicate. But I feel what Sheffer's saying because you got these people, but everybody at this time, they actually had a role. And since he was the voice, you know what I mean? He was the loudest person in the room. I could see some people being a little bit jealous, like local leaders being a little bit jealous of that. But they did organize. They organized to the extreme and they sent people to these schools to learn. And, you know, they would come from different places that was really central, like a centralized place to learn. They, like literally, yo, like this was crazy how, how they organized it. And people don't really talk about like, look at history. We look back at history. Well, we talk about them organizing, but we don't talk about these motherfuckers setting up institutions to organize and strategize. And they even had help from um, sometimes they would get help from certain political figures, man. It was crazy. And we don't know about Bayard Reston either. Nah, you don't know about Bayard Rusted. A lot you of don't, don't know, know about, about Bayard Rusted. A lot of people don't know about Bayard and what he did. What he did? He um organized the March on Washington. <laughs> what else he do? And then right. he had he got uh he had to get uh excommunicated because what's my boy's name? Adam Clayton Powell had called 
and and told somebody that uh doctor if you don't he told dr king if you don't uh stop associating with bayard wrestling i'm gonna lie and say y'all two had an affair or something and what? it kind of it kind of messed them up for a long time it was pretty messed up what well, hold on what you say happened yeah y'all, i'm like y'all let that you I'm, just threw me right me there just fuck me up with that one. Nah, he, yeah, I could, I couldn't catch that. My run head, that, run that all the way back, Lionel. All that. Shit. <laughs> all right, I got this from a, a documentary about Bayard Rustin. Uh, uh, but basically, Bayard Rustin, he was the one who had organized the March on Washington, and um, Adam Clayton Powell mm-hmm. had winded up. Uh, he, he didn't like Bayard Rustin and stuff. And so he had, from, this is what I can remember, he had basically called Dr. King and told him that if you don't stop associating with uh, Bayard Rustin, I will tell somebody that you and him had an affair. And oh, Bayard what? Rustin was, what? Wait yeah. a minute. Now you, <laughs> I'm being serious. Did I just hear some gay shit? I'm being completely honest. Hold on, who you said they said had an affair? No, no. They, um, I said that Adam Clayton Powell uh-huh. had called Dr. King and said that if you do not stop associating with Bayard Rustin, I'm going to tell somebody that you like that you and Bayard had an affair. He was Together? lying about that. Or with women. Sleeping with each other, or they were cheating on with, their with, wives. With, he, Adam Clayton Powell, was going to lie and said they had an affair with each other. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> this some new shit. Bro. I ain't hear that shit. Hey, yo. So you said was Adam Clayton Powell telling the truth? I ain't. I ain't. No, I, I didn't. No. What? No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that that's like what you know. That's kind of like one of the reasons why we, you know, don't really. Hear about him because you know number one you know he's gay and stuff and so who gay? Bayard was. So Martin Luther King was gay too. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying any of that. I'm. What I said was Adam Clayton Powell was going to make up a lie. Yes, he was going to make up. Oh, a lie. Yes. you saying it was a lie? Okay. Yes, I, I, I guess I should have. I, I, I should have said that more clearly. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't never even heard of that part. That, you, you mm-hmm. fucking that anyway. I ain't even heard of niggas yeah, gonna make up. It, it's real sad. Yeah, you just fucked me up with that one. I'm gonna put that was crazy. when I find the uh, documentary because it's really good. When I find a documentary, I, I shoot that the art because I, I follow him on Facebook. <laughs> Don't Adam Clayton Powell. Niggas is source up on that shit, goddamn. <laughs> Adam Clayton Powell was going to tell the world that Martin Luther King. Was sleeping with another man, and, and he ain't stopped associating politically with the man. Yes, sir. And Martin Luther King agreed to it. Yes, sir. A whole no reason why I don't fuck with Martin Luther King. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying because at that time, because he was old boy was openly gay and he was known that he was gay? <laughs> like, like you got to give me some more context. Like you got me fucked up right now. Well, they are. He was openly gay, and people did know about it. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with Nelson Mandela over Dr. Yeah, King nah, at this nah, point. Nah, nah, nah. He, he just killed lie. y'all, Dr. Nah, King. He was right gonna lie on that man. He, nah, he was gonna lie on nigga. That's how Martin Luther King was so hard, nigga. Like, look, I, I cut that nigga off for you lying on me. No, yeah, I ain't, I ain't taking no wood, dog. Like, you ain't playing no game with no me like that, nigga. I'm gonna fuck with this nigga. I ain't even play like that, my nigga. Like, <laughs> you know, we know about Martin Luther King with the, you know, what I mean, with the women. Uh, y'all making all this up, man. Y'all. <laughs> yeah, we know about the, uh, you know, uh, old boy recording them, right? I think I okay. This is the the documentary uh, is called yeah, uh, record them with the Brother with the Outsider. Huh? He no, he, he's right. He was the documentary is called Brother Outsider, and he was a homosexual. That, he's not. He's not making up stuff. That's right. Yeah, yeah, no, I that Bayard Rustic was the homosexual, right? Yeah, yeah, he was. Right. All right, cool, but now he's saying that Martin Luther King uh, got <laughs> Bayard Rustic no. uh, thrown out of the march on Washington because Adam Clayton Powell told him, "If you keep fucking with Joe, if you know what I mean, then I'ma say that y'all had a homosexual affair." Or uh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this is all in the uh, documentary Brother Outsider. <clears throat> documentary Rose. Yep. So now I got a question, Adam Clayton Powell, and I got yeah. a question, MLK. Nah, because it said Russell was, I'm reading it now, like Russell was a gay man. Due to criticism over his sexuality, he usually acted as an influential advisor behind the scenes to civil rights leaders. In the 1980s, he became a public advocate on behalf of gay causes. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, but he probably just—he probably had a problem with him. He probably was like, "Yo, dude, gay." If, if you know what I'm saying, you can't well, be rocking. gay. Dude can't be. You know what I mean? Hanging out with no gay dude, nigga. If you don't stop hanging with this nigga, I'm, I'm gonna start a lie. Well, you know I'm, I'm not familiar with that that story there, uh, so I'm not gonna tell you. You know, it happened or didn't happen. What I will say is this, uh, a lot of people are aware that Adam Clayton Powell did a lot of things and felt a little slighted because of the things that he, he you know, he had a lot of hand in a lot of things for civil rights. So yeah, he felt a little bit slighted because MLK, you know, got most of the, the notoriety. The recognition so, for the shit that he was putting, you know, getting bills so passed. It, it's oh my God. <laughs> I'm not going to say that it happened or not, but it's plausible. Damn, yo, just messing. Hey, I think it'd be our to put us on work, though. That's... You hit it. <laughs> this is a. Cool he was a harsh uh, critique. He 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 always criticized the Black Panther Party. Hey man, the homosexual don't get enough. Of it. Damn, the gay community don't get enough credit for the civil rights uh, community. <laughs> <laughs> They was there, bro. They was there. Behind the scenes. Right. Okay. Yeah, so I know. Yeah, I know what that I still take MLK now, honey. But nah, he didn't mess me up with the MLK all the way. Yeah. Oh man, I'm sorry I killed the I killed the discussion. Yeah, I didn't I mean, know do that. Like, no, we're not saying it's true. I'm saying. I mean, yeah. Watch the uh the, the documentary, brother. Outside, it, it tells you like it tells you about it. It shocked hey, do, me. Do he got sources in there? Like in the description? 
Nah, I don't even know. What? You said it's a documentary, right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a documentary, Brother Outsider. Do you got it's sources it. in it? Do, do the documentary have sources in it? Yeah. Um, I have not seen that in years when it was on Netflix. I mean, but um, if you watch it, it's it, it, it's it's in there. It's on Netflix. Well, it was on Netflix years ago. That's how I saw it. And what is it one called of the again? Brother Outsider. Brother Outsider. I don't even think I'm ready to watch no shit like that. <laughs> Netflix normally keep these little yeah, that was 2003 you know Netflix normally keep like a little um, black history section shit African American shit yo Shepard yo it's 90 minutes long it's 90 minutes mm-hmm they got a PBS link right here yo brother outsider yeah Brother Outsider, PBS link. I'm gonna put in the back chat. All right. Hey, uh, should, Chief, that should be a good one. Go ahead. Go ahead. So somebody has said in the uh, YouTube chat that that you uh, look like a new age Tariq with that scarf on. I'm definitely, I'm definitely a a, a Baltimore Taliban. <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> they go, they go cut the stream off. Definitely representing the Baltimore Taliban. Yeah, does not have sources, none. <laughs> oh, is that, that uh documentary don't have no sources? I, I heard Adam Clayton Powell was a wild boy though. I ain't <laughs> never heard too much about Clayton Powell. I mean, yeah, I, I heard he was a wild boy. Yeah. I always thought he was white. I ain't <laughs> You know, when when he hit the scene, you know, everybody he was being referred to as a coon. As a what? Right from, well, he claimed he was African American, but he always he was mixed. I think he always looked like a thought he was a white man. He looked, I don't. He looked like Clark Gable. And then his kids, like yeah, that nigga white. Then I'm. <laughs> that nigga white, bro. Yeah, hey, but you know, back there, boy, they, they jack down. You know, back there, they be having those Negroes who be looking so white, but you be like, it, you just show you African American, you be like, what? <laughs> no yeah. Jesus, that, that ain't no African American. I know. <laughs> People used to think, um, <clears throat> what's her name? Diana Ross family members was white for a while. Shit, he could have. Yeah, he could pass like a mug. What you mean? Diana Ross uh, had kids by a white man. No, so like... Is that what you're talking about? No, like, people in her... I, I was doing, like, some quick little research on her and, like, where she lived at back in the day. People used to think that, like, her her family was, like, white and stuff. I like, during know. childhood. In Detroit? Yeah. Like um, that, I guess I guess people got confused by like that. I mean, you be watching some weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, damn. He threw me off with that damn location. Yeah, he just fucked me up with Diane Ross. Now he's talking about Diane Ross. Like, that. <laughs> God damn, he ain't, ain't holding no punches tonight. Oh, my <laughs> God. He's trying to kill the whole African-American movement. Right, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, y'all want me to keep going for real? <laughs> Have y'all read the, uh, the Malcolm X Manning Marable book? Oh man, you're not finna do the gay thing with Malcolm back. I, I mean, gonna... I'm just being real. Go ahead and tell us about it. This I ain't finna play the gay thing with Malcolm back. Look, basically, look, right, look, y'all. He ain't got so, no source for that shit. Back, man. In I ain't day, back in the day, it's alleged that when Malcolm was on the street, that uh, you know, he 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 was doing a bit of everything. Yeah, and uh him. so I mean, look, you know, Malcolm was on drugs. Nigga, source up, nigga. There's a lot of niggas drugs don't goddamn suck a dick, nigga. You trip. I mean, I'm just, up, I'm just saying. That's what made me get the. Yeah, I, I got like the first. Yeah, queen. The nigga was on drugs. The homosexual. He know he was on drugs. Like, <laughs> you know I mean, saying? I mean, I'm just saying. Like, that's what the Man and Marable book has said. It was pretty interesting. Like, I, I mean, interesting. Just <laughs> like you know, mm-hmm. knowing about a different. You know, side of the person, you know, before they, you know, woke up. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. No, no, no. I got to ask some something, though. (laughs) Bro, do you watch queer TV or something like that? No. Okay. (laughs) Think it's like that. This should add a little spice to it. Like, hell no, they don't got that spice, nigga. Like, Martin Luther, somebody just said Martin Luther King was gay. Now Malcolm <laughs> X gay. Like, who next? Everybody gay. Diane man. Ross' family was white. <laughs> what? God damn. That's it. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, man. You know, look, I feel like if Malcolm was that way and running around them streets, bro, out there like he was, it would have been known. Like, that would have been... That would have been widespread. Yeah, dude. somebody would have been came out with that. Oh man, constantly doing his little doing his run. If he came home from jail, right, <laughs> people would have been like, "Yo, that's that dude that was out here tricking." Yeah, like, come on now. He, he would have went, about... went in with that reputation. Yeah, too. This, this, this all and everybody on the street. It was people that knew him when he came back on the scene. Yeah, and that wasn't his rap, right? That. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, he tripping. Yeah, I ain't tripping with that. Yeah, yeah, he was too. He was too well known, and there ain't no way no niggas gonna be standing behind and standing behind him and and like, let yo, him you be. Faggy. You yeah, <laughs> let him be. Yeah, the white man, the devil, but you was just out here backing that thing up for him. Yeah, <laughs> before you was a <laughs> tripping, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> Now they the devil, but you was just out here backing that thing up for I'm just, I don't know about the Bayard rusted shit, but the, the Malcolm X shit, I'm dismissing that. Yeah, pure yeah. garbage. You know, like, <laughs> hey, 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 yo. chef. Any, any, anything that could be uh, presented with evidence could be dismissed without evidence. Bro. <laughs> hey, hey, Brendan, Brendan said. Adrian is one allegation away from being called an agent. <laughs> oh, Lord. 
Hey, that's a scar in this community, boy. That shit there's a scar, boy. Hey, definitely about to be an agent. You taking down all of the great heroes. Agent provocateur. <laughs> he put gay put, on them, though. <laughs> you gotta put the whole civil rights movement in the LGBT, uh, LGBT. Shit. He tripping, brother. That is hilarious. But so like y'all y'all don't take the uh Manning Mirable book by Malcolm seriously because I, I mean I, I've read that before, so it's like I never mm. read it. I yeah. heard about that allegation, but I'm yeah. matter of fact, I'm a I'm gonna pull that up. I read that, you know, I, my thing was the autobiography of Malcolm X. That shit had me on my goddamn turn up in a bow tie. Hell yeah, well, I, I was like, shit. That shit motivated, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Cause I was, uh, I had like study hall in the library. Not just, and that, it happened to have that book in there. And I was, I was like, shit, I was hooked, nigga, reading that shit, I was locked in. What's it called? Uh, uh, Life and Reinvention. Yeah, Lana, but he was too uh he was too well known, bro. Like Detroit Red what, what, Detroit Red, what's it called that? What is it called? What's his nickname was? What was his nickname? Yeah, Detroit Red, I think. Yeah, some shit like that. Man, I think it was he was popular, bro. Yeah, even in that book they said that uh that Malcolm uh, that he made he made up a lot of his uh his criminal past and stuff too, but I don't really, I really, uh, you know, he made up his criminal past. Like he embellished it. Like he he oh. like that whole thing about him like palming the the bullet with the Russian roulette stuff. Yeah, like. Well, he made that up. Yeah, yeah I mean, that. The record is his record. You know what I'm saying, but I mean, if you out there doing street shit, especially back then, like you know what I mean. Like niggas, like, like niggas are no, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like you go back to the neighborhood where you were doing all the shit at, bro. Like niggas know, bro. Like what you said was called again? A, a life and uh reinvention. Manning Marable. Hey, don't make no more recommendations. <laughs> You're over your limit. I'm on my limit now. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Pure blast at Michael Jordan next. What? <laughs> oh, terrible. Because I don't know what you're going to say next, bro. We got to tone this shit down. Hey, hey, but we got to, uh, you know, we got to get them sources too, Asian shit. This good nigga say it. They got to, you know what I mean? Motherfucker got to have something to back that shit up. I am going to read this description. <clears throat> All right, this from the New York Times. Of the great figures in the 20th century, um, American history, perhaps none is more complex and controversial than Malcolm X. Constantly rewriting his own story, he became a criminal, a minister, a leader, and an icon all before being uh, led by assassin's bullets at the age of 39. 
Through his tireless work and countless speeches, he empowered hundreds of thousands of Black Americans to create better lives and stronger communities while establishing the template for the self-actualized independent African-American man in death became a broad symbol of both resistance and reconciliation for millions around the world. Where's the gay part? Hold on. Manny Marable's new biography of uh, Malcolm is a stunning achievement filled with new information, okay, and shocking <laughs> revelations that go beyond the autobiography Malcolm X unfolds a sweeping story of race and class in America, from the rise of Marcus Garvey and the Ku Klux Klan to the struggles of the civil rights movement in the 50s and 60s, reaching into Malcolm's troubled youth and traces a path from his parents' activism through his own engagement in the Nation of Islam, charting his astronomical rise in the world of Black nationalism and culminating in uh, the never-before-told true story of his assassination, Malcolm X will stand as the definition, the definitive work on one of the most singular forces for social change, capturing and revelatory clarity a man who constantly strove in the great American tradition <laughs> to remake himself anew. Um, got some pretty good reviews on here. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the reviews. Yeah, they, they said critics contended to focus on marble discussion of Malcolm's potential same-sex relationship. About three, it's basically it's about like a little three sentence, uh, three sentences in, in so far in I two book. So I mean, yeah, so, I don't think I want to spend twenty five dollars for three sentences. Same sex relationship with a, a white businessman. Oh my god! Yeah, I can't even. Uh, I won't even. Uh, I've heard about it a while ago. I, I wouldn't even. Uh, I didn't. I didn't even ask for the title. You know, what I'm <laughs> like for real, for real. Like nah. Yeah, like shit. All right, I'm gonna put this in my to buy list. I'm gonna think about. I'm gonna think about it. Either. You can get it on PDF. That's how yeah, I download it. Yeah, I guess they're probably in PDF drive. I'm gonna think yeah. about that. I ain't sure if I want. Huh. Hey, uh, CK, can you find that book for me so I don't have to pay for it? Just look it up on PDF. Like I, about? I did. Uh, it's called uh, Malcolm X: A Life of Reinvention. <laughs> Narrated. Um, oh no, that's the. Uh, I wonder what sources did he use to validate the same sexual relationship? Said Malcolm X, a life of what? Reinvention. You know how CK the author. Uh, Manning Marable. That's M A N N I N G. Manning. Last name Marable. M A R. A B L E. Y'all holla at um CK go into the uh the Discord <laughs> server. She got mad books in there. Y'all can download, get y'all read on. She a beast with that. Um 
Yeah. But this been a show right here tonight. We done, we done definitely had madness tonight. Anybody got any uh closing statements? Nah, we, can man, with, we can start with good. you, Adrian. Uh what'd you say, sir? Closing statements. Um, I just want to say uh shout out to the pseudo killers. Um, thank you for giving me a voice as always. I really enjoyed myself. I laughed. Um, you know, I, I, I'm sorry I changed the uh the vibe. You know, <laughs> I, I'm really sorry about that. I I didn't know I was gonna have an impact tonight, but you know, just just thank you all very much. I really enjoyed myself. We appreciate you too, young brother. Go ahead, um, Pete. Oh man, it was it was a good show, man. Covered a lot of things, covered a lot of ground. Uh, hopefully, it's, it's you know created a platform to bridge some gaps between us and and, and everybody across the pond, and because I know it's people over there that's hearing this as well. So hopefully, people understand that there's actually some sincerity among all people to try to come together under that one flag. Even though we're gonna always have some differences, we should be able to use you know a level of respect and some understanding so we can come together when we have to. That's a fact. Wait, yeah, so I found so it. Yeah, go ahead and So tonight we learned slavery wasn't a choice. Uh, <laughs> MLK, MLK over Mandela. Uh, the reason Africans hate us is because of what we did in the 60s and 70s. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, African-American culture ain't shit. Hey, well, we covered a lot of ground tonight. You know what I'm saying? Yo, it was really Monday Night Madness, man, shit, man. Hey, you know, I enjoyed it, man. It's always fun, man. Oh, yeah. CK? Oh, y'all know what it is. Pseudo Killers on deck. Appreciate everybody coming through. Make sure y'all join the Pseudo Killer Discord server. Got books up in there, science articles, videos. You know what I mean? We could chop it up. It's awesome. Um, conversation was very interesting, very questionable folks, but you know, that's what makes the show interesting. Um, on that note, you know, appreciate y'all coming through. Make sure y'all like and share. That's a fact. And, you know, I say, you know, definitely was a fun show. Um, the whole day, starting off with um, Unk show with his recap of uh, his uh, conversation with um, Dr. Phil Valentine on uh, viruses and vaccines. That was good. Then we uh, went over, we came over here to Monday Night Madness and we had a, um, a very lively discussion with different, um, you know, mm -hmm. people with different perspectives and the slavery being a choice was the one that I really wanted to tackle. I don't think that we really onned it out completely because people started to change their stances. Unk, keep, you know, but we heard what you said, Unk. Um, you tried to clean it up at the end, but he was definitely saying slavery was a choice. And I truly don't believe that your status, right, inside of a society, um is is a damn choice like that's just crazy but um peace everybody we back tomorrow gonna try to bring y'all the show and we'll holler at y'all later pseudo killers peace
Hey, you want me to drop this book right now for you? Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, shit. I, I looked it up on my phone. <laughs> Actually, hold on. I could just jump in the Zoom twice, can I? You still in? Yeah. P, if you uh, want this uh, book, when she dropped it in the back chat, you can grab it too. Yeah, because technically it's a pirate site. So. No, I'm not. Come on, let me in. I got about. Nah, it's a safe one. I haven't even got you. <laughs> nah, it's a safe one. It's fine. I use it all the time. That's where I get like 90% of my books from. What is it that. Uh... B, B, uh, yeah, the B O O K. I think they changed the name of it, but you can still get to the site from there. It's B O K org, uh, cc dot org or uh, z z dash lib dot org. But I use a EPDF as well. It's just harder to find the book on there, but the problem with that site that I just dropped is that you can only download five books a day unless you make an account. And I'm too lazy to be doing that. And even if you do make an account, I think you can only do like five more. Oh, wow. And it's not that serious. All right, y'all be easy. I'm out of here. Oh, uh, did you want me to drop? Oh, we're still live? No, we ain't live no more. No, no, no. Uh, well, I'm going to drop it in the uh, YouTube. Oh no, the YouTube down. YouTube down. All right, I got it. Appreciate it. All right, CK. All right, peace. All right.